Rock, when nearly 100 wrestlers will march in the Parade of Champions. We'll talk to some that have been there. We'll talk to some that are making their first ever trip to the state tournament. It should be an exciting week. Again, just to give you the uh, insight here, you've got two weeks of wrestling now. You've got the state duels in Kearney, and you've got uh, what will be changing here in the almost immediate future. This may be the last year where you have the uh, current format for the state duels. So much has been talked about at the NSAA and with uh, Ron Higdon, who's in charge of the wrestling. We'll find out more about that through the week. But this week, it's the individual state championships in Omaha, classes A and D. We'll begin Thursday morning at 9.30, and then classes B and C will have their opening session on Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Now, in the first day of wrestling, uh, we say this every year just because there's some new wrestling fans out there or you're following your favorite student athlete, your favorite school, your son, your grandson uh, as the way moves along. If you win that first-round match, you come right back again in the quarterfinals later in that session. So, if you can go 2-0 and and be done by about 2 o'clock in classes A and D on Thursday, you're into the semifinals, and that's the same way in classes B and C. If you lose that first-round match or the second-round match, you come back in the wrestlebacks, which take place on a Friday morning, A and D again at 9.30, B and C Friday at 12.30, and then all of the semifinals and third-round consolation wrestlebacks begin at 5 o'clock on Friday night, and we'll have exclusive live coverage right here on Classic Hits. Larry Baker, Frank Kuchera, and others will be with us. Of course, Frank does the uh, television finals on Nebraska Educational TV. The uh, medal rounds get going at 9.30 on Saturday morning, and the championships again from the CenturyLink Center in Omaha are set for 3 o'clock. Kearney High, Kearney Catholic, Grand Island Northwest, Adams Central, Pleasanton, Gibbon, Alma, Ord, Ravenna, Kearney High, as we said, Amherst, all of those a part of uh, what we're going to be talking with today and hopefully many, many more as we get ready for today's Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. At the end of the program, we'll catch up with Ross Halford from a Husker Matt to get his take. Larry Baker is going to join me here as our analyst for wrestling the uh, last number of years to tell us about what's going on and his thoughts and some of the big stories statewide because sometimes uh, we always want to find out what's going on statewide. The dual situation, who's in, who's out? Well, in Class A, they also figure in what goes on in Omaha to seed the teams. But Millard South, Kearney, 1 and 2, uh, Lincoln East, Columbus, Omaha Burke, Millard West, Bellevue East, and Lincoln Southwest have qualified. The Class B, C, and D teams are already seeded. So in Class B, number 1, Gretna will get number 8, Fairbury. Number 2, Omaha Scott will get number 7, Skyler. Number 3, Scotts Bluff will get number 6, Bennington. And number 4, Plattsmouth will take on number 5. Grand Island Northwest. In Class C, Valentine will draw Ord. In fact, four teams out of that C4 district, as tough as it was, made it into the state duels. So Valentine and Ord will be the 1-8 matchup. Battle Creek and Kearney Catholic will be the 2-7. The 3-6 is Syracuse and Aquinas. And David City, Broken Bow, that should be a dandy in the 4-5 matchup in Class C. And in Class D, the 1-8 matchup, Amherst again the number one seed. They'll get Elkhorn Valley. Burwell, the two seed, will get Plainview. Mullen, the three seed, will get Creighton. And Tri-County, the four seed, will get Southwest. Again, the state duels will begin on Friday, Saturday, February the 25th at the UNK Health and Sports Center. A&D will have the early session at 9 with the quarterfinals of B and C at 10.30. And the championships that evening will be at 7 o'clock. We'll catch up with my colleague Larry Baker and then start with Northwest and Amherst and Kearney High here in the first half hour of the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally here on KKPR. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. 
find a new Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Also want to remind folks that uh, can't pick up the signal here in central Nebraska but want to listen in to our wrestling rally today, you can always listen to our live coverage at platriverpreps.com, platriverpreps.com. All of our live sports action can be heard right there, podcasts up afterwards as well, including uh, what we had yesterday at the D3 District Wrestling Meet over at Amherst at platriverpreps.com. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Kroll Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. A very proud supporter of the area wrestlers and coaches. Kroll Agency, visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Well, my partner in crime, Larry Baker, joins us here via the phone to talk about uh, a little bit of what's going on at the state wrestling tournament and what we've uh, seen a little bit up close uh, this year. Uh, of course, Larry, you're getting to see Carney and uh, some of their activities at their own invite to the duel with Columbus, the Lou Platt Conference Tournament, the D3 District, the Amherst Invite. We've seen quite a few kids, and uh, there's always some storylines, but I always like to start the rally off with really just a, a big picture of what stuck out. You've studied a lot of these things from uh, last night into this morning. What sticks out to you as the story going into state? Well, I think, honestly, two things really jumped off the page to me, both in Class B. One, Gretna scoring 300 points. Now, that's a big deal. I mean, you can be a great team. I mean, think of all the great Amherst teams and Grand Island teams. and I mean, you didn't have people score 300 points in a district tournament. It's one thing to do it at Joe Bagadonut's invite in <laughs> January, but I think that's a really big deal. And the other thing is Coach Seabrands has got the Vikings really firing at the end of the year. What they did yesterday is a big deal. They had a great tournament, jammed guys through the tough way. Now when you look at it, and I'm sure he'll tell you today he's not super happy with the draws, but as we'll talk today, and you'll hear from guys, the more guys you qualify – the worst draws you'll get, you'll have some good ones, but some bad ones, because when you qualify a lot of guys, you don't, you know, you're bound to get some bad ones just because you have so many. But I really think of all that went on yesterday and well, and with uh, C and D Friday included, I really think those were the two big stories, the Vikings coming up big and then Gretna, you know, it's been the talk all year. Are they going to be able to only be the second team in almost two decades to unseat Scott? They made a big statement yesterday scoring what they scored. Well, Scott scored 240, and by the way, Northwest ties for third with the most qualifiers in Class B. So what do you think? Does Gretna get it done Saturday? I do. I think and as, as I've gone through their um, uh, draws, I do think so. And I think one of the big things, to be completely honest, is when you look at Class B, 126 pounds, um, I mean, gee whiz, there's some of these weights, you know, as it always is at the state meet, that are just loaded up. 
but you've got a situation here right now. Class B, 126 pounds. You've got, you know, the hammers that are there. You've got um, six returning state medalists, six final appearances, Doug, and five state champion titles at that weight is what's represented. And one of the things is that you, that, that, that you have in this thing at 126 pounds is you've got Corbin Mink from Omaha Scott Catholic, a three-time state champion. He's going for four. He ended up on the same side of the bracket as Andrew Nielsen from Platt Smith, who's been fifth, third, and last year a state champion. Well, here's what that does. A name that's not unfamiliar to our listening area in Tyler Cunningham, who was a state champion last year for St. Paul. As we know, his dad took a job at Gretna, so they've moved on to Gretna. Tyler ended up away from those two. So you've got what is going to be four state championships probably battle each other in that state semifinal while Gretna is going to should push Tyler Cunningham to the semis. Well, he's got no easy road because Devontae Gutierrez from Scott's Bluff was a state runner-up last year and also fourth the year before. So that really does, I think, if, if you're looking for a draw, that really plays for Gretna and that hurts Scott. I mean, what an amazing weight, Doug. You'll, you'll really have to dig to find one with six, six state finalist appearance, five state championships in one weight, and four of those titles on the same side of the bracket. That really plays well for Gretna. Cunningham will have to wrestle his guts out because Gutierrez is a really good wrestler from Scott's Bluff, but that plays for Gretna. So when you start looking at some of these draws, I do like Gretna's chances to win Class B. Our wrestling analyst Larry Baker with us here to start off the uh, Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. He, along with Frank Cuchera and many others, will be with us Friday night for live coverage of the semifinals, which uh, will be a dandy at uh, 5 o'clock in Omaha. Larry, we were worried, especially in Class D, there was a chance that a two-time and a three-time state champ could just be blind drawn in. Uh, and I don't know, like I said, you know what, sometimes look away and make sure that doesn't happen. Well, in this case, it didn't happen. What about, before we break down the close races in A and D, what about uh, some of those draws? Did it work out for most of those storylines? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest one, honestly, is 138 pounds in class. You've got Christian Miller from Plainview going for his fourth state title. He's a three-time state champion. And Brody Lewis did the tough guy move from Franklin. I love it. He's a tough guy. He's a coach's son. You know, he said, I'm not going to go to 45 or 32. I want to wrestle the best. He's a two-time state champion, Doug. Stayed at the same weight, and thank God they ended up on the wrong side of the bracket. They're opposing each other. So as long as they do their jobs, they should see each other in the final. Very happy about that. When you look at some of these draws in Class D, there's a couple weights that just jump off the page. Well, really three of them. At 120 pounds, you've got that, – that this is really an anomaly. Four state returning state medalists at D120, they're all on the same side. They won't wrestle each other in the first round, but what that means – is there's a state medalist in each quarter bracket. So, wow, will those quarterfinals be absolutely wild? And then what, you, what it will mean is somebody's not getting a medal because as those – and for the wrestling guys out there, they understand this. In a 16-man bracket, you, you cross-bracket the losers after the quarterfinals, which means all those guys on the same side, the losers of those quarterfinals are going to cross together – and they'll wrestle on Friday night to get a medal. So D120, unbelievable. 
If you're Cumston from Amherst, you got away from all of that. He's on the other side. Great draw. He's going to have to avenge a loss in the quarterfinals to the South Loop wrestler. He lost to him at the uh, Amherst invite and in a really flop around match, but it will be a tough match. But if you've got to keep winning there, you don't want to go backwards in that bracket. Then when you look at 126 pounds, we'll get the same thing. We've got five returning medalists at 126, but here's where it gets a little odd. There's three of them on one side, and we're going to have two first-round matchups with returning state medalists. Caden Guerrero from Southwest, which may be the favorite in this weight. He was 30 years ago as a freshman. He is a dynamite wrestler, but he's going to wrestle Dylan Swenson from Oakland Craig, both returning medalists. And Zach Hazen from Creighton, who is a state runner-up a year ago, will wrestle Sean Mann from Winside, who is a state medalist a year ago. So both those matches in the first round – and then I do think it's interesting at that weight, still at 126 pounds, Zach Hayes and a Creighton is on the same side as Tyler Pulaski of Pleasanton by far. I think the two best kids with um, Caden Guerrero as an outsider looking into that, but they're on the same side. Remember, that was overtime a year ago where Pulaski from Pleasanton gets the win. They did wrestle at the Neely Oakdale invite this year where Pulaski pinned Hazen. So lots of history there on the same side in Class D. And then finally in Class D, you know, we saw the war zone at, at the district you and I did yesterday at 145 pounds. Seven returning medalists at 145 pounds in Class D. Remember, they only give six out. <laughs> but with some things that went on yesterday uh, at the district tournament in Columbus, Jake Judge, a two-time returning medalist from West Holt, won't be back in uh, to the tournament. He'll have to forfeit his spot due to a disqualification. And so there will only actually be six active. But in the first round, you'll get Spencer Wickman out of Palmer and Trace Bosch out of Amherst. And, I mean, don't blink. This is a good one. Trace Bosch, two-time medalist. He's been in. Uh, he's been a third and he's been fourth, two-time semifinalist. And, of course, Spencer Wickman, I believe, was fourth last year. His brother was a state champion. That will be a barn burner. And then you get Seth Simons and uh, Dalton Bohawk of East Butler, both state medalists. So, again, at 145, you're going to have two different matches in that weight that return uh, state medalists. So, uh, Class D, and, and, and well, uh, you get that a lot, but in, in those three weights that I just really explained in D, I mean, look out because the fur will fly in the first round. Larry Baker with us for just another minute. Real quick, Larry, and, and again, we can break it down for a long, long time, but uh, Millard South and Amherst have been at the top of A&D. Many people believe uh, Valentine runs away with C. We've already discussed B with Gretna and Scott, but uh, folks are trying to find a way. Can Burwell get Amherst? Can Carney get Millard South? Let's start with uh, Burwell-Amherst and follow that up with Class A real quick. Now, I will say, Doug, that I thought Amherst got a lot of really good draws. They got the bad draw heavyweight. Uh, this will boil down, can those three guys up top for Burwell get into the finals, and then can their guys that I thought maybe didn't get the best draws, their lighter guys, can they wrestle back through and be tough? Amherst got some very favorable draws, but they're going to have to wrestle well uh, to get it done. That is an active race. I can absolutely say that, but Amherst, uh, I think, came out okay with what the NSAA did. When you come to Kearney and Millard West, I think uh, Braden Smith at 106, Nick James at 32, Trey Gruby at heavyweight and Lee or at 160, and Lee Harrington at heavyweight, all got the draws they needed. 
I've said it from the beginning of the year. I think Braden Smith at 106 pounds is a lookout dude. If he stays tough and just does his job, I think uh, we see him on Saturday evening. Uh, their four hammers, I thought, got great draws. Their other guys, you know, again, when you qualify 13 guys, not everybody's going to get a good one. Uh, Millard South drew into a few tough spots, which is what you and I have talked about. The door is absolutely open for the Bearcat. All right, Larry, anything else before we let you go that uh, we didn't touch on that uh, you wanted to mention? No, I think it's great. Uh, uh, tremendous time of year. And, you know, Doug, to be quite honest, it's going to be a great dual season. I know we'll talk about that next week. But, you know, we get the stars, the Bearcats. Um, you know, we get a lot of local flavor in the duels this year. So these next couple of weeks, it's going to be great to be a wrestling fan. Yep, Northwest and B, of course, Amherst sitting there yes. in D. Uh, maybe not as many teams, but some teams that uh, can make some noise in the duels. No question. Larry, hey, thanks for the time. Uh, we'll, we'll see you in Omaha, okay? You got it, brother. Can't wait. Our wrestling analyst, Larry Baker, joining us here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally, where we've got plenty to talk about, and let's get things started here live in studio. Uh, the boys from Grand Island have uh, made the uh, trip over here today, and Larry was just talking about it. He thought this was one of the two or three big storylines. Uh, Brian Seabrands has been great to uh, join us here, and uh, Coach, uh, welcome in. Congratulations on a great day yesterday. Hey, thanks for having us. And, and uh, I take a look and talk about what's going on with your club here, Coach. I mean, not in the top ten. I don't think you have a single kid wrestling uh, that is rated. I don't think you had uh, a single guy that of these nine that is a returning state medalist. Tell me a little bit about how you got this done. I don't know. I just uh, we beat a lot of good teams throughout the season, uh, and you know our kids were just you know they kind of felt disrespected. I think, and uh, <clears throat> I just told them you got to keep going out there and you'll get respect and. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, we don't have anybody ranked in our team. We haven't been in the rankings all season. And uh, I think they just kind of fed off that a little bit. And we've had some big talks in the last couple of weeks about fighting off adversity. And, you know, you're going to have to battle back through. If you want to get to the state tournament, you're, there's going to be no easy brackets, especially in all the Class B because Class B is really tough. But, uh, you know, and for us to get seven through, the heartbreak round out of 11 was amazing. I, our kids just – Battled, 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 but uh, just an awesome, awesome day yesterday for Northwest Wrestling. Tell me about how that feeds off each other. Sometimes we talk about it at State where if, if you can get one guy, then two, then sometimes by the time you get to the fourth, fifth, sixth guy here in the, in the heartbreak round, there's so much momentum going that it's like you're wrestling in your own room almost. Yeah, there was tons of momentum yesterday. When we started getting those pins, uh, I think we counted we had 28 pins yesterday, which – is awesome, but uh, you know you get that momentum going, and uh, our kids, I think they just didn't want to let each other down, and and uh, one after another, they just kept winning, and you know I feel bad for the kids that didn't make it, just because you could tell yesterday they were kind of let down and felt like they let their teammates down, but I just had to keep telling them that they're part of this team, and you know they they help these guys get better as well. So, what were your what did you think? I mean, sometimes you won't share it with everybody, but I mean, you and the coaching staff. What did you think going in this weekend with, with a bunch of guys that were, I guess you would say, tweeners? I mean, a lot yeah. of guys, if you're in the heartbreak round, you're sitting on that 4-5 line quite a bit. What did, what did you think was going to happen this weekend with that tough district? You know, I mean, everybody thought Plattsmouth would run away with it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people thought Hastings would be there right at second place. And, you know, I just told our kids, you know, we got to believe in ourselves. And and I think they, just, they did that. And, uh, you know... 
just we had some key four versus five matchups, which I thought we won a lot of those matchups. And uh, I just thought we had some – we set ourselves up for some good matchups through the, through the rounds, I thought. So now uh... – we refocused this week. You're in the duels. You're in the you're in the uh, brackets down there. We heard, like Larry said, maybe you got some tough draws down there at the state tournament. But uh, you might even have some young men standing here that we didn't necessarily expect to be in Omaha. What have you already told them, and and what do you do to prepare for this next couple of weeks? You know, we we did get some very tough draws, which, you know, I, I tell our kids that anything can happen. When you get to the state tournament. Those kids are just as nervous as you are, especially if they haven't been there. And you got to take it one match at a time. I mean, some of our kids have lost to a couple of kids we've already had, but they were really close matches, so it could go either way. But, uh, you know, we do have some young guys. Our team's very young. Um, we only have five seniors. Two of the seniors made it. But, uh, you know, just I just don't want them to be happy being there. I want them to go down there and compete, get after it, and hopefully bring home some hardware. You did have a district champion yesterday, Jeb. Uh... Uh, spotted the other guys a little bit there a couple times before he came back and got wins. Yeah, Jeb, Jeb likes to do that a little bit. Uh, lets him get a little lead and then puts it all together and puts him away. But, uh, you know, I was really proud of Jeb. Um, he was our th third seed in the tournament. But, uh, you know, he was behind in the, the semifinals. I think it was seven or eight to three. Caught him in a headlock. And then in the finals, it was a kid from Gross. It was... It was either toss or get tossed, I thought. But uh, Jeb came through with it. Big win for us. His first, uh, actually, his first tournament championship he's ever won. So that was a big thing for him. So I was really proud of him. Runner-up trophy. What does that mean? Um, you know, it still stings a little bit just to lose to Plattsmith by one and a half points. Um, if they're the fourth best team in the state, and we gave them everything they wanted. Um, but uh, you know, I'm really proud. I just we had an amazing day and. Uh, to get into the state duels, uh, it's a big accomplishment for our program, I think. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just ecstatic right now. What about the duels? Uh, sometimes it gets pushed to the back burner because we're so focused on what's going on this week. Uh, what about uh, this team as a dual team compared to this team as a tournament team? I think we're a better dual team. I think we're really solid across the board. Um, you know, I, th I think we wrestled our best tournament yesterday. I mean – I mean, just because our kids came together as one. and uh, But uh, overall, I think, you know, we got Plattsmith first round. Um, they obviously got some, they got some horses because they got about six really good kids. But, uh, you know, we've had some head-to-head matchups with them uh, this weekend, and we, we did fairly well. And, uh, you know, like I said, anything happening. So I think we'll be ready to go. All right, you brought a lot of your kids with you. You got one I should specifically talk with. Should I go light to to big, or should I start with Jeb, or what do you think here? We can go we can go light to big. Uh, Grayson's been here before. He's he's pretty confident. We'll bring Grayson in. He was also in the finals uh, yesterday uh, to take on uh, Blaine Kyle. Uh, welcome back, man. How are you? Good, good, doing great. What do you think about this team? The way they performed yesterday? Oh, I'm really happy about this team this year. Um. I, w I wasn't expecting this at all at the beginning of the year. I, I, w I was only expecting at least three kids making the state, but I'm I'm glad for all my teammates. Nine kids, pretty good going to state. So yeah. A lot of these guys are new going yeah, to state. What do you got are. to tell them? Yeah, I say new 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 kids here coming and going into state and everything. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'm surprised and they put the hard work in and everything. So. How about you? 
uh, since you've been there? How, how different is it uh, as you prepare to go this week as compared to last time? Well, uh, getting stuck in that district is huge for me. And, you know, going into state again two times, it's going to be pretty pretty interesting going in there again. So, Tell the fans of Northwest uh, what your first uh, opponent looks like and maybe a little bit what your bracket looks like at um, 113. My first opponent would be Miguel Dubs. I've locked him this season. Um, I mean, I should still go out there and put a good match to him. But, yeah, I guess I should do pretty good against him and hopefully uh, pull an upset on him. All right, buddy. Uh, good luck. Thanks for coming back. Uh, anything you want to tell me about Colin? I'm guessing you guys probably have some battles in the uh, in the wrestling room during the season, don't you? Oh, not really. Not really. <laughs> He's going to be nice because Colin's coming up next here. Colin Quant's going to slide in. He finished third at 106 pounds yesterday. You kind of got this whole thing going in the heartbreak round. Uh, tell me a little bit about that match uh, that got you to the state tournament. Um, I had thought that I was going to do all right, but, like, you can't be positive about anything in wrestling. I think that going to that match, I just knew I had to wrestle smart, and if I did that, I'd be able to get myself into state. And uh, just break down the match a little bit for us, how it went for you. Um, in the beginning, I got taken down and wasn't wasn't doing great, but as I got farther in the match, I was able to start putting things together and pin him. What did it feel like at that moment, first time you get to go to the state tournament? It was kind of unreal to think of how many people were going to state compared to how many people there are, and I was one of them. So uh, what what are you feeling right now as you get ready to go to Omaha? What are you most anxious for? You just want to get on the mat tomorrow and wrestle, or is there some preparation that you want to do ahead of time? Uh, tell me what you, what you think about uh, between now and that first match on Thursday. I think that having practice is going to be the most important thing and getting ready for that without, like, He's all good? Yeah. You got anything you can tell us about Dalton here? <laughs> Nothing to say. <laughs> well, let's bring Dalton in, 145-pounder. Uh, uh, what do you think about what do you think about this little guy at 106? Uh, definitely shows some common similarities with me. I don't know. It's been great wrestling with him throughout the years. What's it like for both of you to be able to go to the state tournament? What What's your feelings on that? Uh, it's good, definitely going to be an experience. Uh, this is my first time going. Last year I uh, was injured, was out all season. And uh, definitely big to have me and my brother both go to the state tournament. 145 pounds, uh, finished fourth yesterday. Tell me a little bit about uh, how your tournament went. There's getting to state and then there's maybe trying to get another win. Uh, tell me a little bit about it. I honestly wasn't really expecting yesterday to go like that. Um, first day of the tournament, I wrestled really good. The second day, uh, for lack of better words, I kind of just choked. I was kind of more worried about wrestling trail in the finals and just didn't really show up. But I guess it made it to state. Anything can happen, and I'm ready to see whoever I see down there. Guess that's the best thing about it. Your season isn't over. You still got some wrestling to do. Yep. All right, Dalton, thanks for making the trip over. Best of luck to you guys. Thank you. Let's bring in Blake Westerby, 160-pounder uh, for Grand Island Northwest. Uh, finished third yesterday. 
Blake, what about the the way the momentum was going in that heartbreak round by the time you took the mat? Uh, what were you feeling when you stepped on for that big match? Uh, I felt real great. Um, after the first day, I came out really confident. But sadly, the second day I came out uh, first time or first match and lost. But after that, I thought I'd just pick it up. Really needed to make it to state for my family and for everyone here. So I really uh, wanted to do as best I can, pin as many guys as I can to get to the state tournament. The thing about districts and state is you get overnight to think about the semifinals. I mean, you, you wrestled your stuff on Friday, and you don't get to come right back two hours later and, and, and wrestle semifinal matches for, for the guys that got out of the quarters of the semis. Well, what's the overnight part like when you're waiting to get back there on day two? Um, just really a lot of mental thinking about um, who, uh, what your matchups are kind of going to be like if you think you're going to win and what kind of moves you think you can pull. And just uh, you just always got to have confidence in yourself that you can win. And that's a big thing for me because I uh, recently in my first half of the season wasn't very good for me. And then I came back and started getting some wins and, and uh, really got to keep building upon that. Uh, positive thinking. And what's uh, what's your first round match this time? First round match would be uh, Harsh from uh, Scott Scott's Bluff, yeah. And uh, he's a he's a solid kid. Um, gonna be a tough match. Really got to come out. Really battle strong. Got to can't give up uh, bad points. Got to uh, be uh, real smart the whole time and can't give up. Have you guys seen Scott's Bluff this year? Not yet. Yeah, we have not. A little power from the West. All right, Blake, best of luck down in Omaha. Thanks for coming over. Thank you very much. We continue on here. We go up to uh, 170 pounds. Uh, what's up, Grady? Not much. How you doing, man? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Did you learn anything from these guys so far? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> what was the ride over like today? I mean, uh, when when you know that you're all uh, all there and getting to have a little fun before you get back to the grind of the practice room tomorrow? Um, it was pretty nice coming off of districts with nine state qualifiers, and we had a fun time. 100, 170 pounds, finished third yesterday. Tell me a little bit about how you thought your district tournament went throughout uh, from, from match one to that third-place match. Well, I had a pretty tough district. There there wasn't any kids with losing records, and um, I had to face a lot of adversity, so... Um, first match, I had to come out and wrestle Beatrice Kid, and um, there are some common opponents we haven't seen Beatrice yet. So then, I wrestled him, and I pulled off the win there the first day. Then the second day, um, I had to wrestle Cole Gray of Plattsmouth, um, two-time state placer, and uh, that wasn't a very good match. And I knew that after that, I had to come back and went in the heartbreak round and so um yeah wrestled uh not a very good kid i guess in the heartbreak round and then for third and fourth i knew that it i'd either have to wrestle um for uh the first seed or the third seed so i wanted to get um that win so i could wrestle in third seed in and state and who did you get at state in the first round? Uh, I have um, Kobe Everson of Gretna. Um, haven't heard much about him, but I know I'll just have to go out there and battle, and things will play out the way it will. All right, man. Best of luck. Thanks for coming yep. over. Thanks.
Let's talk to the district champion. He uh, brought it home yesterday, uh, some of the 28 pins that the team had uh, overall. Jeb South, what's up, man? How are you? Um, pretty, not much. Congratulations, by the Thank way. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about this. I mean, I'm reading a little bit of what the guys wrote in the Independent yesterday, so I had a little bit of the way your matches went. But uh, has that been kind of a common theme? Uh, you spot everybody a little oh, bit, and yeah. then you have to come from behind? Yeah, throughout my life, that's how it's been ever since I started wrestling. So what was something out? What was different yesterday? Uh, I was not expecting to uh, get either of those pins. I was expecting uh, long, hard matches, but I uh, found the opportunity and got them straight to their back. Something that uh, you have kind of went to was it a go-to move in both situations, or were to both uh, both pins uh, totally uh, different the way you did it? There are two moves that I, yeah I worked on a lot, um, especially the Chancery that. That was one of the kids I stuck in with that, and that's the move that I always try to get to. What's, the best one. what's the feeling to be a district champion? Oh, it's great. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, I've never felt anything like it. Did you know going into the match, I guess, I don't know, in this team race, did you know that not only did you want to win, was that part of what you were thinking, that not only do I want to win, I need to get every point I can for the team? For sure, yeah, definitely. Um, I think all of our guys in the last round were thinking we've got to get pins as fast, as fast and as much as we can so we can finally beat Plattsmith. Now you're going down to state uh, as the number one seed. What's it look like for you once you get down there? Um, I got the Holdridge kid. I uh, wrestled him in a uh, conference, and I pinned him in the first period. So I'm hoping to go out there and wrestle hard and um, get a win. 182, Is it? Uh, what, what do you think about the whole bracket as a, as a whole here? What can you get done? It's going to be a really rough bracket, I know for a fact. Um, the returning champions coming up, and then uh, got a few other – I think three other good guys that I'm going to have to look at, look out for. All right. Best of luck, man. Good Thank luck. You. And uh, we'll wrap things up here with the 220-pounder, uh, Cooper Kaiser. I got that right, Cooper? Yes. What do you think uh, about all these guys, uh, nine of you? You'll be the last one to take the mat. Uh, are, will you get nervous, anxious? Uh, you do that every time. I mean, the big guy's got to go last. Uh, what, what do you do while the rest of these guys are going through their first-round matches? Well, you just got to – Watch them, cheer them on, hope they do their best, and then you got to pick up the, the momentum if they do win and just keep going and roll with it. Tell me a little bit about your district, uh, how, how you got through that heartbreak round and, and that third-place uh, medal that you were able to receive. Um, well, my district, um, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it wasn't the worst thing. But there was definitely some great kids in that district. And I knew um, after the first day of losing that one match, that I had to come back and win both my matches to get there. And I had the Platt Smith kid for the heartbreak round, and I'd wrestled him before, and I knew that I had to come out and I had to beat him early and get it over with. And I got him in the second. And then in my um, third and fourth place match, I honestly didn't expect the win, but I powered through it and helped my team out to get more points. And now uh, going down to Omaha, 220, uh, who do you have in the first round? I've got... Um, Gutsmer of Gross or what Columbus Scotus, and I know no matter who I wrestled, that it was going to be tough and it was going to be a fight. So it's going to be a tough match. All right, Cooper. Thanks for giving us a part of your Sunday over here, Brian. One last word here about these guys. Uh, you're taking nine of them. You had most of them over here. Uh, just a, a last thought as you get this crew down there. You know, we're just going to go about things the way we usually do at practice. You know, maybe cut back a little bit, but uh, you know. A lot of these guys, will, they're going to give it their all. And uh, just like this last weekend, you know, I couldn't expect anything better from what they gave us this whole weekend. So 
it was just an awesome, awesome uh, tournament. So, is this a whoop it up crew? <laughs> is this an intelligent crew? Is this a jokester crew? What do you got here? I think we got a little bit of everything in there, really, uh, tell you the truth. But uh, just a fun, fun group of kids that we have over at Northwest, and uh, just hoping to have a good time this weekend and uh, score a lot of points, hopefully. All right, we'll see you in Omaha Thursday, Brian. Thanks for coming yeah, over as thanks, always, man. Thanks for having us again. You bet. Brian Seabrant's in the uh, Grand Island Northwest Vikings. By the way, how's the daughter doing? I have to, I, I got to ask you know I got to ask you that every year cuz everybody wants to know. Yeah. Well, uh Kyla's or uh, Caitlin's doing really well. Um we go back in June for uh, scans again. We stretched it uh to 6 months this time, which is it's kind of hard on a parent for that, but uh <clears throat> yeah. But then if if it's she's got clean scans again or clear scans, uh, we'll go back in a year, which would be a, a long stretch for us. But uh, she's doing well, and she's looking forward to attending the gala ne- uh, in two weeks with Team Jack Foundation. So, a lot going on down there. There's going to be some big time stars. Does she does she get that? Does she enjoy that? Does she is it okay being the center of attention now that she's a little older? You know, I think she enjoys it a lot. I mean, uh, you know, first off, she didn't know a lot of those people. Then I kind of tell her who they are, and then she knows how you know they're celebrities and stuff like that. So. I think she eats it up a lot. She's our little celebrity, too. Yeah. Man. Thanks a lot. Great job. Thanks, Thank Brian. We're going to take a break here on the Wrestling Rally. Amherst, Carney High, coming up next here on Classic Hits. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Welcome back to the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. Plenty to talk about as we get ready for uh, State. And, of course, uh, Amherst has brought home a lot of hardware. And uh, Chase Klingelhofer uh, now in charge of the uh, Amherst Broncos. And he's brought a few of them with us this afternoon. Uh, Chase, congratulations on another district championship for the guys yesterday. Uh, Thank you. We had a a really good tournament. We ended up taking 9 to State, 9 out of 12. Um, that we entered for districts. Um, I think we, we put seven into the finals and came out with five champs, two runner-ups, and two third-place finishes. You take a look at uh, a couple of things that are different. Obviously, we've talked about this already. Okay, so you're following the guy. I mean, it's like taking over for Peyton Manning. I mean, it doesn't matter where you are. you got all these wins. But you were part of this when you wrestled at Amherst. You got a couple of programs going before you went over there and helped out. But for everybody that wants to know, What's it been like this year? Uh, all the wins continue to be there, but what's it been like uh, taking over your alma mater? 
Um, it's been really good. I got a lot of confidence in the guys. Um, you know, you mentioned I wrestled at Amherst, so I, I helped with a lot of these kids growing up through the Peewees. Um, most of them are my family, not just, <laughs> just two of them. But um, so it helped a lot coming back into a program where I already knew uh, all the faces. Um, definitely, we, we had a really good start to the season. Um, came out strong at Ravenna, kind of felt everybody out uh, to see what they all do best, and then we built off that throughout the season, and um, everybody's progressing very well. And we came out yesterday, and I think looked the best that we've looked all season. Where did you see the most growth uh, through the season from the team as a whole, or maybe there was an individual or, or something like that? Um, I guess as a team as a whole, I think right around that, I would say mid-January maybe, um, that would have been – like the cross county tournament where we see a lot of, um, you know, we saw David City and cross county and um, some really tough teams there. So that that kind of really some of our guys took a beating, um, but so, and some of us also stayed in there and, and gave some of those upper class kids a beating. So that really uh, opened a lot of our kids' eyes and showed them how far they can really go on the mat, um, showed them they can hang with some of those uh, higher caliber kids. And so that gained them a lot of confidence. Um, I think it, it led them to work a little bit harder in practice and, and go for the goal. Chase Klingelhopper's with us here on the wrestling rally with Amherst. So what did you think about uh, districts yesterday? As you said, you got nine kids through, started off with three district champions, got five overall, or what did you think? Yeah, that uh, one, two, three at 106, 13, and then 120, um, I think really set the set the uh, the tone for the finals for us. Um, we got up to Sam Florell. He's seen uh, Brody Lewis, I don't know, this is either the third or maybe even the fourth time that we've seen him. Um, you know, he we got pinned, but each time I feel that he wrestles Brody Lewis a little bit tough for each match. So um, it just comes down to Omaha. You never know what's going to happen. Um, go up to Trace Bosch. We've seen uh, met up with Riley Nichols. That was the fourth time, I believe. So um, each of those keep getting a little bit more competitive, and uh, we're definitely closing the gap on him. Um, and then Moving back up to uh, Dane Bogart at 195, seeing Trent Christian Christiancy from Franklin. That was the third time meeting with him. Um, so a lot of these kids that we were getting beat by in our district finals are the number one rated wrestlers in the state, um, either have a state championship under them, um, and we're going back and forth with them. Big picture now, everybody wants Amherst in Amherst to keep the strength going. And as with all dynasties, everybody else wants to see Burwell or Plainview or whoever uh, maybe knock you guys off. But you've got uh, a, a strong team going down. Those that put pencil to paper are going to say that uh, you have the points out there to, to get the job done. So what do you do besides just you know take it match by match as you look at things? Uh, what can you do with this team to, to make sure that it's eight in a row next Saturday night. Yeah, I think um, as far as the process goes, I think it starts today or, or tomorrow, you know, going home and getting good sleep and eating well and staying hydrated. Um, it worked for Tom Brady. It worked, yeah. <laughs> One of the things a few of our guys kind of struggle with is keeping their weight, um, you know, consistent throughout the week. They'll be up and down. Um, so getting a handle on that's going to be big so that we don't have a few of us running for an hour every night. Um other than that, we're just going to have to show up and, and win the matches that we can win. We're going to meet up with Burwell uh, maybe three times in the semis if everything goes as planned, and so those are going to be big matches, obviously, to win. Also, on the backside of the bracket, if we do lose a few matches, um, we're going we're gonna to cross bracket into Burwell as well. And so there's going to be a lot of head-to-heads um, just even before the medal rounds, um, especially in the semis. 
Well, let's talk with uh, some of the wrestlers you brought over. You made you made a trade. One of the Amherst guys goes to Carney. One of the Carney guys comes to Amherst. Sal, why don't you come over and tell us about uh, what it's like uh, wrestling at this level? What's it like? You saw a whole bunch of different uh, uh, teams, different opponents this year. Uh, is that is that tougher? It seems to me like in baseball, if you switch leagues, you're going to see a bunch of different pitchers that you maybe knew some of the other guys. What was it like this year? Um, from going to, well, from wrestling to Class A to Class D, Class D kids feel a lot tougher, stronger. But when you go to Class A, those kids work technique like crazy. And yeah, you have your strong ones, but Class D you got them farm kids that work farm strength, so they're pretty tough out there. What'd you think about uh, your season so far? Oh, my season's pretty good. I'm um, 41 and four, I think. Some of those losses were pretty close. Lost to one Class C kid, Dylan Stewart, but he's a tough kid. I beat him last two years ago, somewhere around there. But I get to see him in Omaha, so get a revenge loss. What was it like coming into a room that has you left one room that had all that tradition, <clears> and you went into another room that had all that tradition? Uh, did was it hard to find a spot on the team? Um, not, no, not at all, but the tradition, both are just amazing places to be. Carney's, they just have so many, so many placers, so many, just, I don't know, just everything about Carney's really good, and then Amherst, too, with all their state champs titles that they have, and it's just crazy. Tell me about uh, what your bracket looks like down at the state tournament. Um, my bracket looks, it's pretty good right now, I drew... I think the second seed, maybe. I'm not sure. But Dylan Stewart and I, if everything works out fine, we're going to be meeting in the semis. So that's where I want to get That's where I want to get that win. All right, man. Best of luck. Uh, we'll, we'll see you down in Omaha. Thank you. Let's bring in Sam Florell. Uh, how, many, how many stickers did you make, by the way? Uh, three. Are, are, you, are you satisfied with that one? Yeah. See, he's, he's got a career in television. Uh-huh. That's why we're in radio. We don't have to look good, but you you will have a career in television. I All got right, that yeah. for you. What what uh, what do you think? Uh, you are in a spot where it wouldn't have mattered really what happened. You're going to find somewhere along the way if things continue to go well at state, a guy that's won a lot of state championships. Do you think about that kind of uh, being the being the underdog and and raising the roof if you can pull the upset of one of these guys? Well, yeah, I've known all year that I'm going to have a tough match at some point at state and. Uh, they're probably overlooking me right now, so I'm just going to go back to the grindstone and know that anything can happen at State and give it my all. What has made you, or how have you, become a better wrestler uh, this year since since last year at this time? Well, I mean, this year I've just learned that there's been a lot of pace you can change in a match to wrestle with those good kids, and that there's a lot of things you can do with just mental preparation and just to get that extra competitive edge that you need to finish those big matches. Who do you start with down in Omaha? Uh, I wrestle... Um, McKeel Stackpole from Weeping Water, and uh, I haven't seen him at all, but uh, I've got a pretty good outlook. And then I'll have Brett Riggs in the quarterfinals if all goes well the first day. You and Bosch uh, wrestling partners in the room? Yeah, every once in a while we run into each other. And, and how does that work? Well, we both get better. We help each other. Uh, what's it mean, uh, and I guess I could ask anybody this, but what what's it mean to keep the tradition going and and continue to win these state titles? You want to do your best as an individual, but you also want to get every single point possible for the team. Yeah, I mean, uh, it means a lot. It just shows that uh, we go into the practice room every day and uh, we're working towards our main goal to bring back another team title every year. And uh, doing that again, going down to state this weekend, uh, just shows how hard we've been working and how much preparation that we do every year in the practice room. Just goes to show how much we put into it. All right, Sam, good luck, man. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. Yeah. Trace Bosch.
I have a whole bunch of questions from the Bamford clan. Should I ask those for you, or should I just ask you normal questions? Sure. <laughs> they, they want to know if you're going to uh, tear things up down in Omaha. What Hope do you think? So. If all goes well. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, t- tell me a little bit about that. What's it mean to, to have that A on your jersey and go out there and wrestle for Amherst with all that tradition? Oh, it's pretty nice knowing that you have all these people from the Amherst community that support you and everybody. No matter win or lose, they're going to be proud of you. So, Take me through your district tournament to how you thought you wrestled uh, this weekend. Well, I wrestled pretty good, I think, but obviously fell short in the semis, lost 4-3 to three to Nichols again, but it's all right. One-point match could have gone either way, so... How'd that, make, uh, how'd that make the draw come out for you at State? Well, honestly, I think it probably helped me a little bit because where Riley's going to have to wrestle Elge in the quarterfinals, and so that's kind of a difficult draw. <laughs> Trace Bosch with us here for, uh, for Amherst. Uh, who'd you get? And uh, tell us a little bit about your draw. Um, I have Spencer Wickman from Palmer in the first round, and I wrestled him earlier in the year, and I pinned him, but it was – close match up until that point so it could be another difficult match that state not all the guys could make it here uh tell me something about one or two of the guys that uh, couldn't make it here and and what makes them a special part of your team oh they all work hard we all work together as a team to make sure we can keep these titles coming because we know it's a team effort we isaiah he's pretty good this year he's been a pinning machine and jacob peterson's pretty solid again this year and Braden Cumston they're all and Kolegi and all those Dane they're all pretty good wrestlers we all have to work together to keep the titles coming so all right Trace good representation for those guys that couldn't make it today good luck man thank you Kalen Klingelhofer been number one for a long time man Uh, is there any pressure that comes with that oh there's always a little pressure when you put on a Amherst singlet but pressure is a good thing I guess what about when uh, you look over to the bench and it's Klingelhofer, Klingelhofer, Klingelhofer that's coaching? What's that like? Oh, that just makes it fun then because then you know all these guys that are coaching, you know, off the mat, not just wrestling-wise, so, and they know you, so it just makes it a little bit better, I guess. I believe it was last year that they gave me kind of a history sheet of all the district champs, state champs, and, and just from the family, and you've had the opportunity to medal, but now mm-hmm. – you got that one last chance to get the gold. Uh, how important is it to get on that long list just of your own family by getting a gold medal this week? Oh, it's definitely been a goal of mine since I was little. So, I mean, it's going to be a huge weekend for me. Hoping, Hopefully, if everything goes right, I'll come away with the gold, like you said. Some guys, they'll look at their bracket. They're happy to get to state. Some guys will be a district champion. Some guys are number one. So everybody's gunning mm-hmm. for you. So from your perspective, what does your bracket look like? And uh, who, who, do you, who have you seen uh, and who do you know that's in that bracket that uh, is, is going to be tough? Well, I drew onto the bottom side of the bracket, and I haven't seen any of the kids that are I'm going to see on Thursday. But then my semifinals match, I've wrestled the kid from High Plains Community. I wrestled him in an overtime match earlier this season. I came out the winner of that but it looks like I'll either have him or uh, Colby Collier from Sandhill Stedford he's also a pretty good kid so that'll be a good quarters final match to meet up with me later on how important is it for you guys to win the dual title the next year nobody else has won it but Amherst in class D 
I mean, that's huge. I mean, we'd like to keep that over in our that trophy over in our room for as long as we can. So, I mean, we got the potential to do it, so we might as well go out there and take it. Is there a lot? Is there anything really different? We we can bug coach a lot, but from your perspective, is there anything different from the coaching change of how things have went in the room this year? Anything drastically different? I mean, obviously, there's going to be a little bit of changes between coaching strategies and styles, but really, there's not too big of differences between the two because when Chase was in high school, uh, Tyler Herman was his coach. So I mean, and Dave's still around too. So I mean, there's a little bit of difference, but not too much drastically. No. How many buffalo burgers do you guys eat during the year? <laughs> Well, <laughs> depends on the wrestler, I guess. I mean, I know I've eaten quite a few, but I don't know about Sam over there. I mean, he's <laughs> probably sneaking them without us knowing. Is that part of the weight problem, Chase? Is that probably the problem? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's bring Chase in real quick here. Uh, Coach, again, just kind of put a wrap on uh, what you expect uh, from this team as they go down to Omaha. Um, it's it's definitely going to be tough. Um, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to test them. It's going to show uh, show everybody if we're ready or not, which I think we are um, after our district performance yesterday. So it's definitely going to be we're going to have to come out ready to go because I know Burwell's ready to go too. All right, guys. Uh, best of luck. Thanks for coming in. As always on this Sunday, we'll see you in Omaha. All right. Thank you. Those are the Amherst Broncos joining us here on our Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. We'll go up to Class A where the Kearney Bearcats will be joining us momentarily here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings and Amherst. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Office equipment, supplies, and service. That's what LaserTech of Nebraska offers you. LaserTech putting the serve back in service, doing what can't be done every day and the impossible with two days' notice. LaserTech in sunny downtown Shelton. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rally here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Carney Bearcats, pretty good day yesterday. One thing about Class A, it doesn't take very long, Coach. No, Ty Swarm joins us. Really quick tournament. What's that mean uh, for, for your wrestling program? Does that, does that throw any bugs into it when it moves so quick? Or, or they just keeps the momentum going when you're hot? We had conference the week before. It was very similar. So I think it was, it was a pretty normal feel, especially with both of them being hosted there at our place. And so the first two rounds, then lunch, and then quick round of wrestlebacks and wrestle for first, second, third, fourth, and you're out of there. Did it go like you thought? Yeah. I think all of our guys wrestled about to where their seeds were. Um, a couple guys beat some guys that had beat them earlier in the year, which was always exciting. 
Uh, we've got some guys wrestling really well at this time of the year, so right where we right where we want to be. We talked about it at the start of the program. It's been the talk for a long, long time here, uh, trying to chase down a state championship. Carney's been so fortunate to find a way to get a lot of second place and runners up, but there's still as that new gym. There's that banner, mm-hmm. and it's got one year on there. And uh, what, what's it going to take to go chase down Millard South? Well, <clears throat> last two years we haven't had a finalist, and I think you got to push guys into the finals. You know, we played second last year with uh, all backside placers and but ultimately for this team it's going to be those guys coming through the backside and we're going to have to put points up and push guys into the placing rounds um, I, I think this team has the potential to place quite a few guys and put guys in the finals um, but we got to rally behind each other and, and get the job done for three days straight in Omaha who are some of the teams as the way the bracket drew out that could determine it besides just Millard South and Carney we always talk about well there's a matchup there that could knock somebody out or move some things around. I didn't see too many. I didn't analyze the brackets like some people do, though. I couldn't tell you a lot of those uh, matches that are going to happen. But there's there's plenty of talent to spread out in Class A right now. And so the, the potential for kids to get upset and, and uh, shake up the team race is definitely there. Uh, you know, we're really focused on trying to do our part and uh, be the best version of us when we get there. So... Uh, we'll we'll prep for three days and get down there and uh, continue to ride the momentum of what we saw at districts. Some people may not realize that they do two sets of rankings. There's tournament rankings and there's duels rankings. And you guys have been number one in the duels for a long, long time. And that will be here on your mm-hmm. home turf the following week. I know it's one thing at a time, but uh, what what is the difference for those that don't know? I mean, we know what it is, but uh, explain why you are maybe a better duel team. Well, we we just got tough guys top to bottom in our lineup and I think you know ultimately that's kind of been a thing that we've seen established over the last couple of years uh, through a lot of kids coming up through our junior varsity program and adding depth and quality depth into our lineup and so top to bottom we've we've wrestled really well in our dual competitions this year we've had some tough duels uh, you know we saw Scott uh, early on in the year it's a, it's a great duel for us on the road and then we've obviously battled with Columbus on the road. You guys were there. Those were good duel wins for us. Uh, jumping in the Midwest duels and the fracas, you know, we've seen teams like Gretna and battled with them. So we're definitely tested in duels, and our guys understand how, how important bonus points are and uh, how to perform under that kind of an atmosphere. Where's the line in Class A now, <clears throat> wrestling? We've talked about this before. There are just some schools that programs, they just don't have them, or they have one or two kids that make it to state. And then there's the elite. Mm-hmm. Excellent number. Where's the line at right now in Class A wrestling? In, in regards to how many you should have there? Well, no, I, I mean, how many how many programs are are deep? Oh, I would say your top five schools for sure. Um, you know, and one thing we, we pride ourselves in is we've been able to stay in the top five, really the top three the last couple of years, and um, that really is because uh, we've got great buy-in with our program right now, and kids are continuing to stay out and develop in the off season. Um, you, you have to have that depth because when you graduate a big class, you, you got to have kids that are coming back in. Uh, you know, there's some, there's definitely ta- talent in, in a lot of those schools that are out there, but, uh, sometimes you don't see certain schools getting big guys because, uh, football players aren't wrestling at class A school or something. Uh, so I think that's a, a challenge is to continue to keep, you know, kids interested in the sport of wrestling and getting those multi-sport athletes. How do you do that? Someone was talking about this earlier in the week. They were just shocked that they can see 80, 90 kids in a wrestling program when you can only put 14 varsity out there. And really, let's face it, 14 JV, I mean, you can; those are a little more that mm-hmm. you can tweak with. Uh, how do you do it? 
Well, we have four different lines. Uh, we go varsity, our junior varsity one and junior varsity two, and then reserve one and reserve two. And we fill all four of those teams typically, uh, with the exception of this year. We didn't have a heavyweight at, at some of our lower strings. And uh, we get them out there, and, and our JV1s wrestle all, all varsity scheduling around our area here. And then typically our JV2s and those reserves that get into some of those JV tournaments. And so we're getting them uh, different experiences, um, finding them challenges, but yet success at their own level. And I think ultimately that's probably why we've been able to sustain the numbers that we have. You brought 13 guys with you uh, with no disrespect. I may just ask like one or two questions of very basic proportions here and get them through. But what was the exciting, what was the most exciting part yesterday? When you, when you have this, somebody does something. Uh, what was it? You know, I just being at home, you know, we haven't hosted, uh, I think Coach McCann's last year they hosted. And so we haven't hosted in the last five years. And it was just exciting to be in our own our own place in front of our home crowd. And, uh, you know, I th six district champs, that's the most that we've had since since I've been here. And so we were very proud of that. And it was just, it was great to see some of these guys really wrestling at their best at this time of the year. So it was a fun, a fun day for everybody. All right, let's run them through. Let's start with Lee. Is that okay? I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm probably gonna go big to small this yep. time. Lee's the heavyweight. He's number one in the state at that uh, weight. And uh, Lee, congratulations, man. Uh -huh, thank you. What's it mean to be number one? You didn't start at number one. We know who you beat. Uh, what's it mean to be number one? And and does that add any extra pressure when you go to Omaha? You know, it, being number one, it still feels like I'm not even ranked. I just wrestle. I work hard. It's you got to keep working, just like you're number two chasing down number one. And uh, I kind of pride myself on that. Tell me a little bit about what it looks like uh, for you down at State. I'll probably ask everybody that same exact question, <laughs> but uh, what's what's it look like down there in Omaha for you? It's good. I've got a great quarters match I'm going to have against my opponent, Brandon Eastlack from Millard North. And looking forward to it. Same thing that happened last year. I had him in quarters, and it'll be a great match. All right, Lee. Thanks, man. Thank you. Izzy Batista is the 220-pounder. Uh, he was the uh, runner-up uh, yesterday. What's going on, Iz? Nothing. Is it okay if I call you Iz, or are yeah. you going to smack me? Right. <laughs> what What would it mean uh, to win a state championship? Because you guys are the underdogs. What would it mean uh, for Carney High to get that done? Um, I think it'd be just great for everyone because uh, we, we take our team, like, as family, and we just, if we just rally behind everyone, I know we can chase one down and get it. It should be a lot of fun getting there once we get there. What are the fans like on the road for you guys? We all know that it's the best atmosphere in Class A. Others try, but what's it like when, when you're on the road because these Carney Bearcat fans come with you all the time? Yeah, it's it's nice having our friends and family there watching us wrestle. Like, they don't know how much it like really supports us and how much it means to us, how we know that they're watching us wrestle and doing our best. And who do you have uh, first at Omaha? Um, I really don't look at the brackets. That's it's fine. That's fine. Does he know or he just doesn't want to say? Sometimes yeah. they look, sometimes they don't. That's cool, Easy. Hey, best of luck. Thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thanks. All right, we go down to uh, 195, another district champion, and uh, Sean Jackson uh, slides in here. Uh, Sean, what's it like uh, when everybody's winning and it gets to you? Uh, how jacked up are you when you walk on that mat? Well, you know, I wasn't really uh, expecting to win. Well, this kid beat me earlier in the year by over about 10 points. And I seen him in the finals, and I just knew that I was going to beat him. And the support from all my fans and teammates really helped me. And that just felt good. So what was, what was different this time around? What, what, what made the outcome different? What would you do different? Well, earlier in the year, I was really like, um, I don't know, you, I wouldn't like to shoot or like take shots on people. And 
this last two weeks, I've really been working on it. Coaches opening up and just been scoring a lot more. Where's the gold medal at right now? You know, I think it's in my dressing. Okay. Like I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bracket, though. There you go. Yeah. Hey, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Best of luck in Omaha. Thanks for coming yeah. in. Yeah. Tyler Tracy, and you guys throw stuff at me if I skip somebody, but Tyler, 182-pounder, uh, finished third yesterday. How are you, man? Good. How are you? I'm great. How's it feel going to the state tournament? Uh, it feels great. I uh, I lost to a kid districts yesterday that I've beat twice this year, so I kind of felt bad going into the Constellation semis, but worked my way back. Were you nervous? I would think I would I would I would think I'd have problem doing anything getting into that uh, cons that heartbreak round. Uh, yeah, I was nervous because I just was trying my best, trying not to. I don't know. I was just nervous. What about uh, state? How's it look like for you? Um, I haven't really checked the brackets, but I've been told to have a kid from Elkhorn, which we haven't wrestled yet. So. All right, you ready to roll? What happens? Yeah. In, what happens in the room the week of state? Um, just a lot of drilling, a lot of supporting each other. You know. All right, man. We'll let you move on. Thanks for coming in. All right. Thank you. That is uh, Reese Nickel coming up next after Tyler Tracy. That was Tyler. Reese is going to come in. Uh, he finished third yesterday uh, at 170 pounds. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, what uh, What was the highlight uh, for the weekend? Uh, tell me that moment uh, when when you know that you're going to state. Uh, probably just getting that quick pin in my match against, uh, I don't know who it was, but it was in the heartbreak round. That was a great feeling. How important is it then? in that third and fourth place match to secure third and, and not go into state at fourth? Oh, that was pretty big to get that because if you get fourth, you're against a district champ, and that's not really not good for you, I guess. <laughs> a better opportunity this yeah. way. Who's your wrestling partner in the room? Uh, Trey Gerby. And uh, what, uh, what has he taught you, and maybe what have you worked on with him to, to help you improve yourself? Uh, just shots and defense. Defense especially, he really pushes me to work my defense. And it's gotten better? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll ask Trey about that because he's up next. Good luck. Yep, thank you. Trey Gruby was a district champ yesterday for Carney High at 160 pounds. Has he gotten better? Have I gotten better? Has he gotten better with what he you're working on? He has gotten a lot better, yeah. And is there anything specific that he's done that's made you a better wrestler? Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a guy that just likes to stand there a little bit, so I've kind of taught myself how to move guys around and open up shots a little bit, and that's what I've really been clicking on this last part of the season. Is it intentional uh, to wrestle in the room? I mean, if you're going to have a wrestling partner, one guy is going to be bigger usually than the other guy. Uh, does, it, does it teach anything when you're wrestling a bigger guy? Uh, some of the things that uh, can be advantageous when you get into an actual match? Um, yeah, I mean, I always like it. I feel like I'm, I'm preparing myself for a guy that doesn't cut weight to meet up with some of those guys that are real strong that been cutting all season and whatnot. But, so, yeah, I like that aspect of it because no one really feels super strong to me because Reese over there has got some big guns. So, <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are you a look-at-the-bracket type of guy? Uh, I checked it out, but at the same time, I try not to, uh, like, overindulge in it too much. But um, first round, I have a Fremont kid that I uh, beat earlier this year. And then... <clears throat> Don't know who I have the next round. And then in the semis, I'll have a Southwest kid or a Millard South kid. So either way, that'll be a big match. Right. And No, keep going. Man. And uh, on the opposite side of the brackets, 
Coleman, which is the number one kid, which is nice, and I hope to see him in the finals. But what do you know about him? You guys are one and two. For those that don't know, you're one and two in the rankings. So, um, I mean, I wrestled him last year. I haven't seen him yet this year, but I'm just gonna give it my arm. I'm gonna try to take it to him. He's gonna try to take it to me. It's gonna be a battle either way. So, all right, let's get there. Let's get there. All right, all let's right, get thanks, there. Trev. There you go. 145 pounds, Teante Wilson. Uh, district uh, runner-up yesterday. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. You've had a pretty good season. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely have some things to improve on, though. What do you still want to get better at? What are what are the things you're working at? What does the coach say, this is what we got to get better at? Um, definitely just setting up my shots and not stopping when I shoot. Just continuing to move until I get my takedown. What have you gotten better at, do you think, this year? Uh, everything. Um I've gotten a lot better moving on bottom, and definitely just my shots have improved a lot. So, I know there's a lot of times. In the old days, you win the flip, you always took down. That's not the case anymore. Are you one of those guys that likes to be on a ride from the top, or are you okay from, from starting on bottom and exploding? Uh, yeah, coaches usually make us take bottom. So <laughs> you, you haven't got that, uh, you haven't got that uh, free will to do what you want yet, huh? No, not quite. What about uh, what have you looked at your bracket? Uh, yeah, I've checked it out a little bit. Who you got in the first round? Uh, a kid from Lincoln Southwest. I haven't seen him this year yet. I find it impossible that you haven't seen some of these guys because Class A is such a small small community that uh, but it just doesn't happen that way. Where do you uh, where do you think your biggest improvement has come this year? I kind of asked you if you gotten better, but if if you remember the Carney invite the first time you stepped out this year to what you did in districts yesterday, uh, what, what's what's different about you? Uh, definitely just my confidence. I came in this year coming off JV, my first year on varsity, and then as the years improved, I've just got more confidence in myself, and I just know I can wrestle with anybody in the state, and yeah, it's just helped me a lot this year. All right, Tiante, thanks for coming in, man. Good luck. Thank you. Let's uh, move down to uh, 138 pounds, uh, Tyson. Seppel, I'm sorry. Is that right, Tyson? It's Seppel. Seppel. Everybody calls me by Seppel. See, so. they, they, I said Seppel when we walked in. These guys said, no, call him Seppel. So <laughs> there you go. I, hey, I, I, have, I have trouble with about 1% of names. So I'll get it right when we're in Omaha. So if that's the worst thing that happens, we're going to be okay, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how your district tournament went. Well, I had a okay match my first round, but my second round beat the kid a little bit not much on points but came back took my shot and pinned him so and then faced with a pretty well-matched kid third round didn't do much of my setups or shots which kind of screwed me and ended up getting pinned by a throne but I plan on coming back and wrestling harder what uh, what is it about this team that makes it so good just the love and support out of this team it's like a family to me like if everybody's around me it's just like a bigger better community like everybody's always there to help you out with throughout matches and telling you what to do with the coaches it's just better community for me to wrestle in good works thanks tyson seeple tyson (laughs) seeple joining us here nick james is up next he's a district champion he's won a few matches in his career do you remember the first time that you ever wrestled that i ever wrestled that you ever wrestled oh no way i don't think so what's your first memory of wrestling then um, probably back to the good old Matt Cat days. Uh, I can remember wrestling in like first grade at Matt Cat's. That's about it. Who who, who worked with you at, at Matt Cat's? Uh, as far as coaches, yeah. probably Tim Crocker. He uh, 
he's helping up at the high school now. He's been coaching me for like five years in a row now. So he's been around for, seems like forever, my whole career. When you're ranked number one as you are, do you get the sense that everybody's, that's, they're selling out? I mean, they got nothing to lose. They're bringing everything in the, out of the book at you? Um, I don't know. I don't really look at it like that. I look at it, uh, I don't really look at what they're bringing. I look at what I'm bringing. It's kind of, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big game planner. I go out and do what I do. What are you going to do in Omaha? Uh, hopefully win. That's the, that's the plan. <laughs> Even as number one, what uh, what has made you a better wrestler just uh, this year? Um, I I kind of quit thinking a lot. I just go out and just go out and let it flow. You know, I um I've got a lot comp a lot of confidence this year, and yeah, like I said, I do that a lot too. I quit thinking. Yeah, it, it makes things easier. Yeah, you don't <laughs> overthink things. All right, man. Thanks for coming in today. We'll see yeah, you in thanks. Omaha. Uh, Gage McBride. He is uh, next here for us at 126. How are you, man? Pretty good. How pumped are you about Omaha? Pretty pumped. Tell me a little bit. I, I would be pumped. I, <laughs> I, I get pumped just to go call the matches. There's no doubt about it. Uh, tell me a little bit about just qualifying for state. And give me, I guess my question is, how has your year went? Where do you see that you've got better that puts you in this position to make state? Well, at the beginning of the year, I wasn't even on varsity, you know. And I just kept thinking in my head that I can get better. I'm not where I need to be. So Tell us a couple of weeks ago, I made it on varsity, and it like boosted my confidence a lot. What was that first varsity match like for you? It's pretty nerve-wracking. I was nervous, but I was excited and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have any of these guys said anything about Omaha yet? Have they given you any war stories or, or what to expect? I haven't heard anything terrible yet, but... Because it's all good. Carney's yeah, winners. Yeah, it's got to be good. Carney's winners. Well, Gage, best of luck, man. Congratulations on uh, getting to varsity and then uh, realizing that dream of getting to state. Thank you. Philip Moomy uh, is up next, 120-pounder. It doesn't the, the roster doesn't change very often. What about when you get a new guy in the lineup? What's that like? Does that affect you guys at all when you're dueling or in a tournament? Uh, it doesn't really affect us too much because they're in the practice room with us and... We're all getting the same goes in the practice room. So, Phillips, uh, number one at 120. What's the new school like? Is it any different? Is the is the wrestling room have a different feel? Uh, the room's a lot bigger, so that's it's a lot nicer. Got more room to take big shots and stuff. Tell me about uh, the the moment. What, what's been the highlight so far for you as a personal and as the team this year? This year as a team? Oh, geez, I don't even know. I don't know. Everything's good. Yeah, everything's going great this year. Okay. It's all been smooth. What uh, have you? Are you a guy that looks at the bracket? Do you know what you got coming up? Uh, yeah, I looked at the bracket a little bit. What can you tell uh, us about it? Got the guy from Millard South first round who I've never even seen before, so I don't know how that's gonna go. And then from there, you never really know who's gonna beat who. And we know how it's gonna go. <laughs> yeah. We know how it's gonna go. We're gonna get a, gonna get another win on Thursday. <laughs> Philip, hey, thanks for coming in, man. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, we go to 113. Riley Steele uh, is with us here. Riley, how's it going? It's going good. Tell me a little bit about uh, how yesterday went for you. Uh, I got second. Tell me about that match. Tell me about your district final. Uh, it was a good match. I could have opened up a little more, took some more shots, and worked on my defense. Is that what we work on this week then? Yeah. 
who do we work with on who do we work with in the room on things like that? Uh, Philip. How tough is that, man? <laughs> does, he ever, does he ever let you score or anything, man? He's number one. No. <laughs> <laughs> what has he taught you this year? What What has made you a better wrestler just by working with him? Uh, setups and driving through my shots and not giving up. Have you looked at your bracket? No, not really. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, any Any words of wisdom before we let you go? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. I'll let you go. Thanks for coming out. Braden Smith, the 13th. We saved you for last, man. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. All right. What's uh, what's it uh, mean to be a district champion here for Kearney High? Well, like, I guess it's good for the seeding in state. Have you? How excited are you? Did you look at it right away? What was the first thing you did? No, I didn't really want to look at it because I would probably think about it too much. And I've learned that you don't want to think of it, overthink too overthink things too much have the coaches had a chance to tell you guys anything yet usually you're on a van or you're on a bus ride back home from a district tournament have they have they have you guys had a meeting since afterwards or what did coach swarm and the guys tell you after districts yesterday um he told us that nothing you want to share huh all right. What was the what was the what was your uh, best match of the year? What uh, what was the top match of the year for Braden Smith? Like one that I've won or either one. Well, I guess just I would say the best match I really ever had was against Gabe Gurdon from Papillion South. Uh, I, at the time, he was like fourth or fifth ranked, and I went in there and I dominated the match. Just like you're going to do in Omaha? Yeah. All right, man. Good luck. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Ty, you got a lot of guys. What did you tell them? Or what will you tell them? Well, we've kept them so busy because we set up for a wrestling tournament um, to, to, to host at Districts and set up another one to run today at the Matt Cat Tournament. And we sent guys over to UNK to help at the MIAA. So we've literally not had a chance to talk too much besides, you know, focus on your routine and the things that have got you to this point and continue to do those things. Um we got some guys that are doing a great job of managing their their weight cut, and uh, I think ultimately that's why we've seen them performing very well at this time of the year. All right, we'll hopefully get a chance to chat quite a bit when we get down to Omaha, as always, and uh, let's see if we can uh, give Millard South all they want and maybe a point more. Sounds great. Thanks Thank again for the coverage. Thanks, Ty. Ty Swarm and the 13 Bearcats. Smells in here. We're going to take a break on the Duggan here on the program. Good luck, guys. Uh, we'll be back. We've got uh, Carney Catholic coming up. We have got Ravenna coming up. Uh, we're going to talk with coaches from Gibbon, Adam Central, Pleasanton, Alma, and a whole lot more. So stay with us here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. 
Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgExcel and Carney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgExcel design a system for you. Stop in our Carney showroom or on the web at agexcel.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil. Shop your hometown-affiliated food store, the Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw, where they offer great service and competitive prices on all your groceries, including dairy products, the freshest produce, and meats. It's all here at Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw. Proud to support our area wrestlers. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. And welcome back to the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. We're going to have Carney Catholic on deck. Ravenna's coming in, and uh, Coach Reichs and the crew have always been apart for 19, 20 years now. How, how does that work, Dom? I mean, if you've done it, if it's the 20th year, is it the 19th annual or is it the 20th annual? I, I, I thought maybe next year we'd make a big deal out of it and, you know, face paint and everything, maybe a party. But how does that work? You're a smart guy. I'd call it the 20th annual. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the weekend. Uh, I know at the beginning of the year when we talked, you said, you know what, I got a few more numbers. My expectations are up a little bit. You had some success this year, but I, you were in a very tough district. Uh, got the one kid through, and we'll talk about that. But uh, tell us about uh, what you've got going on. Well, you know, <clears throat> when we went up to Valentine, we knew it was going to be tough, and, and uh, it it really turned out to be, especially when you look at, for you know, four of those teams uh, from that D uh, C four district ended up qualifying for the dual tournament. You know, so that's that's half that's half the field of eight, and I think that shows quite a bit on how how tough that that district really was. What did it uh, did it exceed your expectations? Was it tougher than you thought? Uh, what, what did you think about the two days of wrestling up there? Well, it, you know, it was just tougher than 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 we than I really thought, but we, you know, we had opportunities and, uh, the opportunities, you know, sort of flipped on the, on the tails for us. So, um, you know, we've, we've had a, we had a state, uh, two-time state qualifier before with Tyler Tobler and, and just, uh, he, he lost a tough, tough round, uh, worked hard for it and just didn't get it, you know, to get into that, you know, through that heartbreak round. Um, another one was our 82 pounder, Alex Chapa. Um, he had a kid, he had the kid on his back and, uh, ended up getting rolled through and put on his back. So he was just that, that close to, to qualifying also. And Jaden, he made it through, uh, all the way through just to, to get that first time qualifying under his belt. What's, what's it mean? I mean, let's face it, uh, it could have really went wrong, uh, but you, you get to get down there to Omaha and you kind of get to. Uh, get that into the into the room again well and and that's I think that there will help out a lot uh, I'm just getting someone to Omaha and maybe getting that that uh, the vibes going again you know so that next year with the underclassmen that we've got coming coming through that will really want to try and be a part of that you have uh, you have such a 
unique situation holding that first tournament of the year and having such great teams there uh, on opening night at Ravenna. Uh, how does that set the table for the rest of the year for your program? That it, it really shows us what we need to do to work, what we need to work on to get ready for the, you know, throughout the year and to get ready for Omaha. Um, really the whole, the whole season long, we've been uh, really trying to just use that as all practice time to get ready for districts. Well, tell us about your state qualifier before we hear from him. Well, he's, uh, I think he's ready and ready to go. He's hammered, ready to, ready to participate. And we'll find out, we'll, we'll have everybody working him over tomorrow in practice and Tuesday and Wednesday. That's just, uh, uh, our qualifiers get, get a good workout. You know, it's, uh, the ones that aren't going, they just sort of have fun and, and hammer on him a little bit, <laughs> try and get him toughened up even a little more. All right, More J- than what he already is. So. <laughs> well, Jaden, slide on in here. Jaden Treffer uh, qualified at 113 pounds. Congratulations, man. Thanks. What about what about what he's just said? Are they going to pound on you this week, or do they do that all season anyway? I know you probably do some of the pounding yourself, but uh, what are you what are you hearing about what this week will be like for you? They're going to make it pretty hard for me this weekend. Make sure I'm ready. Tell me a little bit about uh, districts and and the way your matches went. To take me take me through it for us. Well, my first match, went up against a Gordon Rushville kid. I ended up beating him. Then I went up against Valentine, the number one seed, and ended up losing. Then heartbreak round, I won. Then in finals, I went up against the Gordon Rushville kid again, and he ended up beating me by a couple points. What was the difference in the, since you had to wrestle him twice? I really don't know. Just nervous, I guess. What it, take me through that feeling uh, when you won that uh, heartbreak round match, uh, when you knew you were going to state. What was that like? I was pretty happy. As you get to uh, as you get to go to Omaha, uh, obviously you're going to find district champion. What do you What do you want to get accomplished when you get down to the state tournament? I just want to win a couple matches and try my hardest. How many of the guys have you have you looked at the bracket? No, not really. I was just interested to see how many of the guys maybe you have wrestled or you have seen before. No idea yet. Will you look at it at all? Probably will. Sometime. (laughs) Tell me a little bit uh, about some of the guys that you wrestled with uh, in the room uh, that uh, have been your practice partners that um, aren't going to be able to go down to Omaha and wrestle with you, but uh, that helped made you better this year. Well, Tyler Tobler, he's the 126. He wrestles me in practice. He's pretty good. He works me over pretty good. Jaden Jaden is not going to yak my ear off, is he, Coach? He's not. That's that's totally fine. Uh, once we get some more wins at Omaha under belt, belt we'll be okay. Jaden, thanks for coming in on this Sunday. Yep, thanks. Dom, what about it? Uh, fill me in on a couple more of the holes here that's uh, made this young man better and got him to Omaha. Well, I think, you know, he really – he's got some nice motion on the mat. He really does. Um, when he's out there um, competing to his best ability – He's moving, he's grooving, he's, you know, stepping around. Uh, there's a lot of motion, and he, and he really does have a, um, some nice takedown uh, forms that they're really difficult to stop, you know. Um, the biggest thing, you know, one of the biggest things is just finish, finish, finish. You know, we talk about that. You've, uh, you've been around long enough to see uh, what's going on in the sport of wrestling. 
uh, the conference, what we've got going on there, a lot of good teams in the conference that are going down there. Uh, just give me, uh, from what you saw, everybody knows that Valentine is the heavy favorite up there, and they kind of proved that at the district. They think they're going to win state. Uh, give me a couple Dom Reich's observations from this year. <laughs> I, I, I could say, well, who's going to be second? I, I don't want to pinpoint you here, but you, you've seen some good things in the conference and some of the guys that you've wrestled against. Uh, what, are, what are a couple things that are uh, sticking out to you from this year? Well, I guess, you know, I can go ahead and look at the conference, and, and their, our conference is awful tough. You know, Ord's got some, some very good individuals there. Carney Catholic has taken a real solid team to – to Omaha, and uh, you know they're going to be able to compete very well with with who's whoever's there. And I, I mean, I see them very easily being top five uh, there. And uh, you know, uh, Wood River, you know, they've got a couple of, of solid individuals too that are that are going to raise some havoc. And you know, they might match up pretty well with some of uh, Valentine's wrestlers also so there could be some good matches come through uh and were you the last team to get non-serpentined in to go to c4 (laughs) were you the farthest east in that bracket i think you looked at the map doug (laughs) (laughs) send a few letters is that you like that you like some of the changes uh there's a couple things there's a serpentine and they made some changes yesterday one of the reasons was is the lack of officials that have been available to do a district wrestling and i know that'll be a big push to uh, see if we can get more officials uh, or more folks involved in officiating. But yeah, those are a couple of the yeah. hot button items right now. They and it it really is. We you know uh, we really do need to get more officials. Uh, <clears throat> it's not a bad paying job, you know. W- with my AD responsibilities, I get a request checks and <laughs> and uh, you know there are things you've got to put up with, but it's not a bad pay at all. Uh, in regards to the serpentine. You know, I don't know if they'll do it or not, but um, before they actually stop any of the serpentines, I see them probably trying to serpentine the entire, you know, the entire state. I don't know. That's a guess. It'll be tough. Yeah. A semi-serpentine. You only have to go halfway across the state. Well, that's what we did. All right, Don. Well, that's, that is true. I'm glad you guys made it back. Always appreciate you giving us some time on the All wrestling right. rally. And again, to you and Jaden, good luck down in Omaha. We'll see you there. Thanks a lot for listening, Don. You bet. We are here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally on KKPRFM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Kearney Catholic is coming up next. Gibbon, Alma, Adams Central, Pleasanton, Ord. Stay with us. Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgExcel and Kearney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgExcel design a system for you. Stop in our Kearney showroom or on the web at agexcel.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. Ross Halford will join us uh, from Husker Matt at the end of the program today to get his thoughts as he has been gracious uh, to give us his time each and every year, just like the Carney Catholic Wrestling Program, who's grown from a little bitty four or five guys in the room to uh, now where you're at today. Matt Rogers, the Hall of Famer, uh, is part of the reason. And then once again, Kenny Luther cannot be here. That's right. Yeah, he had other obligations. I think there's a kids wrestling tournament oh, going on today there's from all, what I hear. Oh, yeah. MIAAs, the yeah. Madcats, yep. all over the place. The uh, tournaments are going on. How important is that? You've got your little kids wrestling program. I know uh, some of these guys that are in the room here today were a big part of that. Uh, yeah, it looks like about all of them. Um, it's huge, you know. Uh, usually uh, guys that have that experience do well or better, you know, earlier. Uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be a all-star or anything, but it does help, that's for sure. What What is... What is taught for those parents that are listening out there? When is it okay to send your youngster? Because your your kids have done that too. When is it okay, and what do they need to know, and how do they get involved? Hey, maybe I want to wrestle at Carney High, Carney Catholic. Doesn't matter any of the schools around here. When when do you get them started? Um, you know what? It really doesn't matter when they start. Um, we've got some young guys that are preschool aged, and uh, just as long as they. If they don't mind pushing around a little bit and aren't aren't crying and bawling, if they're not afraid of contact and uh, and can listen a little bit, uh, that helps. Then then they're probably okay to get started. That's why I didn't start till I was fourteen. Yeah, I, I coached the preschool, uh. the second grade, <laughs> and uh, yeah, fourteen would probably be about as late as you'd want to start. If you're not listening by that point, you probably won't ever listen, and so. Did, did, I'm glad you finally started, though. Uh, thanks, man. That was just as good then, too. Uh, what about this? Uh, everybody called it the Meat Grinder District. You went up there. You represented well. What'd you think? Yeah, it was it was a it was a tough district, and we we thought it would be, and we we thought that we would compete well. Um, we had a couple other two three other shots of guys getting down there, but um, that's just just the way that it goes. And um, there's yeah, just good quality is a good warm up for state, I guess. You'd say this comes out a lot that if you do advance on out of the so-called toughest district, maybe it's a little bit better when you get to state. If you're a two, three, four seed, what do you think as you look at uh, that overall? It doesn't have to be specific to, yeah. to, to this week, but what do you think about that? Uh, we felt like whoever we did get through would be was they were competitive enough, enough wrestlers to compete at state regardless, and so. When you get to state, you're going to have tough matches. That's the way it should be. I mean, it should be that every district has tough matches all the way through, but it's not necessarily that way. But um, so you do what you got to do to qualify, and then you take whoever you take, and and th they'll be game ready, I think. So what's realistic for this uh, six pack that you've got here? 
Well, I think they're all capable of winning a lot of matches. So um, realistic is that they're going to go down there and compete hard. I, they're not going to see anything this week that they haven't. They're not going to see competition, different names and faces, I guess, but they're not going to see competition this week that, that they didn't see this past weekend. So they continue to wrestle well. And we wrestled pretty well as a group. Um, then I think we're going to be all right. You can give me the coach's answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Where is the line after Valentine? How many teams, including yourself, who's ranked fifth, can legitimately uh, fight for a second-place trophy if that is what is on the table? Um, I haven't really paid that much attention, but I'd say there's probably four other teams that probably could have a shot at that. And it's just going to be a matter of who can drive guys through to the finals or that upper half of the medal stand. You think you're one members. of them? Um, we have guys that can do that, yeah. But, you know, we got third a couple of years ago with four guys. So I, you have no idea how it's all going to play out. Got to have a suit and tie on to get that many guys, to get that many points. Oh, four right, guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Before we start talking to the guys here, uh, uh, team overall, uh, the season overall, you've done some really good things. You won your first conference title. Uh, talk about the season to this point. And qualifying for state duels, it seems like you guys are as excited to qualify, and maybe I'm wrong, but you seem to be as excited to qualify for the duels as uh, about anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the first time in school history. It's uh, here in Kearney, and uh, we're, we're hoping that, that – uh, Carney Catholic community will come out and support. Um, I'm just trying to tell everybody it's like a volleyball tournament or a basketball tournament, state tournament. Um, a lot of people don't understand the concept of a of a dual tournament, and you know it's it's pretty straightforward. It's here in town, and, uh, and you know it's one last chance for all these guys to compete. We know we're all going to compete as a team for the last time, and so that's kind of cool. You know, we've got a couple guys sitting. Uh, um, they're going to be sitting in the stands this weekend that I know um, are going to be hungry to keep competing. And so just just, just nice to have a team that, that's uh, worthy of, of being there. Carney Catholic coach Matt Rogers with us. Let's talk to some of the guys. Pacheco standing right there. So we just will talk to Eric uh, sporting the UNK baseball. How'd they do today? Um, I think they lost, actually. Oh, man. <laughs> Is that – is that what's your plan when you get out of Carney Catholic? Oh, what are we man. doing? I have no idea. Um, I'm thinking about playing baseball at UNK. It's like my brothers. They've they've done okay. Yeah, they've, yeah. They've done okay. I was. Does wrestling and baseball is there anything that ties the two together for the Pacheco family? No, they are completely different sports. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They're both fun, I guess. Walked in the parade last year. Yeah. Got the silver medal. How? How did that help you in your off-season preparation? I mean, it's like a Gatorade commercial. You know, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to do this. I see this. What was uh, what was the off-season like in uh, trying to get back to that parade? Uh, went to a few camps. You know, worked hard there with the team. Built up our chemistry. Yeah, we're feeling good. Going to Omaha. Tell me a little bit about uh, the district that you just came through. Heck of a district final, by the way, yesterday. Yeah. So <laughs> kind of recap it for those that didn't get to see it. Um, yeah, uh, I wrestled a ranked opponent. I wrestled at High Plains. And I beat him in overtime, and I got a little too excited, and cost us a team point. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That's okay. It didn't matter. <laughs> but it was okay. Mm -hmm. Is that the most excited you've been? Yes, I think that's the most I've celebrated after a match before. Have you looked at your bracket? 
Uh, yes, I have. What's it look like? Uh, I have a Central City kid that I wrestled at our duel, and I beat him. And then I don't know how it's going to play out. Never know. All right, man. Congratulations, and uh, let's finish it out on top. All right? all right. Thank you. Looks like Keating's standing over there next. What happened to you? I got a bow. Got a bow to the eye. I'm gonna tell you what. That's the. He's. <laughs> there's always war stories when you get in here, but you got a pretty good shiner. That just mm-hmm. happened this weekend. It did. Yep. Who who did that to you? A uh, kid from Bridgeport. Okay. Accident. Yeah, I think I think so. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. Jack, tell me a little bit. He's at 152 pounds. A uh, district runner-up yesterday to Caleb Long. Did it go as you wanted, as expected? I mean, we know some of these Valentine kids are top two ranked kids mm-hmm. in the state. Uh, tell me a little bit about how your weekend went. Uh, well, I went into it knowing I'd have a tough match, tough bracket going through, but I made it to the finals. I knew I had a tough match, so went out there, wrestled my hardest, ended how it ended. Got to just take it back to state this week and wrestle hard. You medaled last year, finished fifth. What can you take from that? How do you feel different this week than you did last year at this time? Um, I feel like I set a new goal to place higher, so that's definitely – a different mindset that I have going into state this year. So I think that'll help me. Have you looked at your bracket and who you got? I have. I have a kid from uh, Syracuse first round, and then after that we'll just have to see how it goes, take one match at a time. I didn't look. Is Esker on your side? He is. He's in my quarter. So. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, you've seen him. Yeah. Tell me a little something. I mean, it's okay. You saw him at Adams Central. Now he's at Donna for mm-hmm. Trumbull. I mean, if you're going to transfer, transfer out of the conference. Come on, Mark. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what do you think? He's pretty good. What makes him so good? Um, He's pretty fast, but I think his technique is pretty good, but I think I can come out on top if I just wrestle hard and push. Well, let's Bring get the there. tenacity. Let's get there, man. All right? That's right. Good luck. Thanks, Thank Jack. Thank you. Uh, Ty Conley's up next. Uh you weren't in church this morning. Yeah, I was. I was at 8 o'clock mass. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about 8 o'clock, but then I dozed off a little bit. That's well done. What was the ride home like yesterday? I mean, it's a pretty long ride. What was it like? Yeah, it was pretty long, but I don't know. It was pretty fun because we had most of the qualifiers were in the one burb, and so just uh, waiting for the brackets to come out, and we were just having a good time on the way back. Made it seem shorter than the way up. By the way, uh, did all the guys have to get there? Because that, that little kid's wrestling picture of you that your mom keeps showing to everybody, that's gold, brother. That is just gold. <laughs> yeah. Does everybody so, have one like that? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. All right. Tell me a little bit about, uh, tell me a little bit about your season uh, overall and how, how it got to the district final yesterday, how you think things have gone here. Uh, well, it started out pretty good. Had a couple losses that wasn't – so sure should have been losses but uh it is how it is and then uh in one of my matches I was up by four points and then I got thrown and uh hurt my ankle and so I had missed a few meets there so it's just been kind of a rough recovery coming back kind of uh haven't been too happy about it because it's just a long process coming back but I think I'm feeling pretty good now it hasn't hurt at all so we're 100%. Would we claim ourselves at 100% right now? Um, well, I'm, I'm still going to be taping it up. And so I wouldn't say 100%, but I'd say pretty close. Have you looked at your bracket? Uh, yes, I have. Tell me so, a little bit about it. Um, I have a kid from Fillmore Central that was at the Gibbon invite, but I was hurt at that invite, so I didn't get a 
see him there. I got to gotta watch him wrestle, but I didn't get to wrestle him. And then we'll see how it goes after that. I, uh, the next one after that would be Caden Moore if I would come out on top. So just one match at a time. Do you guys get to do anything to relax during the season? Do you guys do anything as a team, uh, any bonding or anything like that? Um, <laughs> unofficially, <laughs> yes. That's an unofficial yes. That's what that is. Well, I don't know. We just When we go up to High Plains, have a good time because it's a two-day tournament. And then uh, the practices before, like districts and state, uh, kind of have some relaxing stuff in that. Uh, just some group stretching. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your some word for it. partner stretching. I'll take your word for it. All right, Ty. Great to chat with you. Good luck, yeah. man. Carter Fleshman, uh, district champ. Nice year, man. No, thank you. Nice year. Yeah, I'm proud Did you of see it. this coming? Uh, to be honest, uh, not really. I just, uh, this year, you know, it's senior year, so I had a mindset of I want to accomplish as much as I can. And through working hard in the gym and uh, in practices, I'm proud of what I've done. The Bearcats always talk about their wrestling family. Tell us about the Kearney Catholic wrestling family because you guys got some pretty good following too. Um, yeah, we got uh, our parents, are, especially the senior parents, they're really involved, and uh, I like that about them, you know. They're always taking pictures and taking cool shots, and all, like, all of them are always at every tournament, and it's really nice to have that fan base and just look up, and like other schools won't have that many people, and then Carney Catholic will just have like a whole section all to themselves. Tell me a little bit about uh, winning that district championship and uh, take us through the match yesterday. Um, well, winning felt really good. Uh, obviously, it's the first time I've done that. So, like, I was really proud of myself. Um, to be honest, I don't really remember most of my matches. But, like, uh, I do I do remember um, just having the mindset of this is it. Like, this is your chance to accomplish something great. And I just went out there and I wrestled. What happened in the last two years? Where did you see the, the big jump? Uh, was there a moment that uh, – that uh, you made a big jump or something that you checked off the list? Like you said, this is the first district championship. Was there was there a moment you went, hey, all this work, something's going on here, I, I'm getting better? Yeah, I think I think once, uh, I think being a freshman and a sophomore, I was uh, kind of intimidated. Like looking at brackets and stuff, I'd see like a senior or a junior, and I'd be like, oh, man. But uh, I think growing up and maturing uh, through and just wrestling matches, it's uh, I've kind of been able to just – throw that to the wind and just wrestle normal and not worry about record or like uh, name or anything like that. You walk onto that huge mat, 10 mats out there, that huge CenturyLink center. Do you even know that you're there or is it just like running onto any other mat? Um, yeah, I think like, especially warming up, like you know that you're there, but I think once you get on the mat, you're just more focused on the match and you only have that circle that you're interested in. All right, we'll be rooting from you from the sixth floor up there. I hope you can hear us yell, all right? Thank you. Thanks, Carter. Zach Rogers uh, comes in. How's the coaching in that room? What do you think? Uh, I think it's pretty good. Does he ever tell you? Does he ever show you, like, the Hall of Fame ring or anything like that? No, I don't know if he has one or not, but he talks about it every once in a while. You ever watch his? You ever watch his old videos? You ever see like some old yeah, coach I've, dad videos? Yeah, I've seen his state finals match from his senior year. That's on YouTube. You, you ever bring up how ugly those uniforms are? I mean, they're just all black. What's that? Yeah, with the tights too. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that is right. I forgot about that. That is that is correct. So, uh, what a uh, what about uh, your season? Tell me a little bit about uh, uh, this year for Zach. Uh, it's gone pretty good. Not quite as well as I wanted it to go, but that doesn't really matter anymore. It's just looking ahead. Have you looked at your bracket? Uh, just a little bit. No, I got a first round match with a kid from Conestoga, and that's about it. What uh, what is it about uh, this group of guys? Uh, you guys are kind of all jammed in the I don't know light to middleweight classes here, where I'm sure there's some pretty good uh, back and forth in the in the wrestling room. Uh, how how come the string of guys here is so successful? Uh, I don't really know. Just how we all have good practice partners, make each other better. What's the Zach Rogers go-to move? Do you have a go-to move? Oh, uh, that's a secret. I can't really say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll let you go, and I won't let you incriminate your dad or say any more things about him unless you want to. No, I don't really have anything else to say. All right, man. Let's bring in Lane Shires. Give me a give me a Coach Luther story. He's not here to defend himself. You got anything to say about Coach Luther? Uh, not much. You just make sure I'm ready every before the match and make sure I'm focused. Yeah, that's a smart guy because you still got to go back to practice. Yeah. For another two weeks. Are you bummed? I mean, let's see. Now you got to now you got to stay at wait for two more weeks instead of like for five more days. No, I'm actually excited. I'm glad we get to wrestle a little more after state too. More practice. Tell me a little bit about uh, what uh, went on with you up at districts and uh, how how you thought you wrestled it to qualify for state. Uh, I thought I wrestled all right. I had a pretty tough district to come in. I had to buy my first match and then had to win my quarterfinals match, which I pinned them pretty fast. And then semifinals match was pretty tough. I lost that one and went to a heartbreak round and had a tough match and came through for third and fourth. What are you looking for? What are you thinking? How how do you feel right now as uh, as you get to three, four days now before you go to Omaha? Well, I'm pretty excited. I was pretty nervous after that match, but pretty excited to go to state. It's my goal from day one. Have you looked at who you got to wrestle yet? Um, yeah, I checked it out a little bit. I have a pretty tough kid from Battle Creek, first match, and, yeah, I'm just going to see how it goes from there. All right, Lane, congratulations, man. All right, thanks. Coach Rogers, uh, what about that 26-pounder in the room? He's a deal. <laughs> he's the deal. Yeah, he, or he's, a deal. he's a yeah, deal. Yeah, he's I a deal. You. Yep. All right, man. Uh, I guess we've talked about uh, everything that there is to talk about. I've asked a whole bunch of questions of yeah. everybody here today. Yeah. Just want to say thanks for coming in, and uh, congratulations to these guys. And uh, uh, it looks like you got some points here. Thank you. Yeah. These guys are pretty proud of them. Pretty proud of the whole darn group, really. They've been working real hard in the room, and I think Zach kind of did mention that. They've, they've got good practice partners, and they they really – we've had to back off a little bit this last week or two because we just don't want guys getting banged up, and um, we just won fresh this weekend, and I think, you know, anytime you got four seniors that are a little scrappy, you got a good shot of doing well, so – we talked little kids. We've talked for a long, long time here about uh, maybe getting the opportunity to, to build this program. And there was a couple things, as we've mentioned, have been well, there's been a lot of things checked off the list here the last three, four years. Is there one thing that is so important that has made you guys able to get to this goal that you were thinking about 12, 15 years ago or however long you know, it is? Um, I think just persistence and uh, 
<clears throat> just getting kids in there that really want to work. And um, that's something that we didn't always have. We'd always have, you know, the one or two. But now we've got a group of them, and we're going to lose four guys, um, hopefully to graduation this year. <laughs> Planning on that. Hopefully. And uh, <laughs> But you know what? Um, we've also got a lot of guys coming back in that are that are young and and and, and strong uh work hard and seen a lot of progress with those guys so that's where you want to be you don't want to just have it's sure don't get me wrong you want to have one or two studs but you want to have that supporting cast and and we're just getting a little bit deeper that way all right so great chat great year yeah. we'll see you in omaha thanks doug we'll see you down there thanks man. i'll look up at the sixth floor for you <laughs> Bring your binoculars. Yeah. Matt Rogers and the Carney Catholic Stars. We'll take a break. We've got a lot more coming up. Ross Halford's going to join us from Husker Matt here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. This broadcast is made possible by Clipper Publishing. Remember to read about our local athletes' accomplishments in the next issue of The Given Reporter, The Shelton Clipper, and The Wood River Sunbeam, or online at clipperpub.com. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Pleased to be joined on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally now by Gibbon coach Jim Anderson as they were able to uh, compete in the very tough C2 district at Cross County yesterday and, and uh, represented the Buffaloes very strong. They finished in fourth, just a point behind Raymond Central and just six points out of the runner-up. David City, of course, wins it. And coach, seven kids make it in a pretty tough district. I think you have to be pretty pleased, are you? Yes. Uh, you know, um, I am pleased. I... I knew, I knew going in. We had a, well, we only wrestled nine, and we had a shot of uh, getting all nine of them in. Uh, and we got seven of the nine, lost two in the heartbreak round, which uh, of course is a little disappointing. But uh, lost Jason Andrus, my 82 pounder, who had a pretty tough year. He was out about half the year with an injury, and then. Uh, our 32-pounder, we lost Lane Brown, uh, who was a two-time qualifier and, and just in a really tough, tough weight. And, uh, you know, that's the way it works. But I'm real happy with getting seven, and we'll, we'll see what happens next week. Well, let's kind of break it down a little bit here and give me a, a, a overview of, of some of your kids. You had a couple of kids that finished uh, in, in second place here. Wyatt Key at 195 pounds, and then uh, you also had Javier Murillo at, uh, at 170 pounds. Talk about uh, what you saw from them. Well, both of those guys wrestled really well. Uh, and that 95-pound, uh, I was real proud of Wyatt. That was a tough, tough weight class. I think there was uh, – Eight seated kids in that weight class, and uh, Wyatt wrestled real well. He was uh, first match a little sluggish, but boy, he came out then after that, uh, uh, firing on all cylinders and looked real good. Um, and Harvey too. Harvey's uh, kind of just a, a grinder type wrestler. You're not going to see a whole lot of flash or anything. Just kind of a hard nosed kid, and uh, goes out and and gets things done, and uh, uh, he'll have some close matches, but uh, 
you know, always seems to grind it out and come up on top or most of the time. So real proud of them. Uh, and then we had uh, a couple, I guess, at, at 113, Tyreek was uh, third. And uh, he's a kid that has never wrestled or anything before, came out this year as a sophomore and uh, just real athletic kid. Uh, his biggest problem, he hadn't figured out the weight loss deal too well yet. I <laughs> told him if uh, if I could enter him up at 13 on Thursday and then 60 on Friday and heavy at, at, on Saturday, he'd probably be able to wrestle all three of those. But uh, that's his real athletic kid, though, and uh, actually maybe should have been in the finals. He wrestling boy yet, and he, or he beat a couple times, actually, uh, and was ahead of him and kind of made a rookie mistake and got 10. But uh, he wrestled well, and then at, at 20, Daniel Escondon was third uh, in another tough weight class. Uh, I really... Daniel's really wrestling well. Really, just tough freshman kid. Uh, at 26, then we had Chase Smith got fourth. And uh, this will be Chase's third trip to the state tournament. And uh, he actually, probably the best match he had was his semifinals match that he lost. But uh, lost a close one there, uh, but then came on back. Uh, and... Then we jumped, uh, uh, got some opens there in the middle, but then jumped to Javi, of course, and uh, uh, then Jason got beat out there in the heartbreak round, 95 Wyatt. Uh, at uh, 220, then Colin Smith, he'll be making his second uh, second trip to the state tournament, and he actually, both the matches he lost were the same kid. And... Uh, then I got a real light heavyweight. Uh, he actually weighs less than our, uh, that's uh, Jose Murillo, and he actually weighs less than our 220-pounder. But uh, <laughs> old Jose, he, he's just tough, hard-nosed kid that wrestles smarty. Uh, a lot of times can wear those bigger kids out and doesn't get himself into any trouble and uh, just uh tough kid, no quit in him. And... Uh, he got third, so, uh, you know, it was uh, – kids came through. It was a good good tournament for us. Jim Anderson is the coach of the uh, Gibbon Buffaloes, and uh, everybody always likes to take a look at those brackets. We know what you're up against if you go in as a four seed. Jimmy, just kind of overall, maybe for some of the kids that finished second and third, uh, how did things break for your, for your team as you get ready for Omaha? Well, you know, and, and I probably do this a little different. Some – some coaches, uh, you know, they have the bracket all figured out and filled out and everything. And as as I tell our kids, it's one match at a time, you know, uh, and then we'll we'll go from there and and see what happens. Uh, and and I guess going through, uh, you know, I, I look. I think Wyatt got a, a pretty good draw there. The where he's at, uh, you know, and and just as a whole, you know, down there there is no poor kids, uh, and uh, you know, as a whole, I kind of just thought we're probably uh, 
sitting as good as we can. You know, uh, like I said, when you're a four seed, that first round match is tough, but uh, a lot of times that fourth seed is beating a first round seed too. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of taking it the approach. We'll, we'll just go wrestle them and, uh, you know, just survive and move on each round. And, uh, then we'll see what happens. Well, Jim, it looks like the Buffaloes, uh, as you said, uh, you wanted the goals. If I ask you what the goal is, you say we're going to take it one match at a time. And you said we had about as good a day as we could have. There's not a lot of the wrestling coaches that are that honest. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. you guys really have come along, and, and it looks like you have had the blueprint with the coaching change there and with the kids that are out, and you had a good group of returning kids. As you mentioned, some of them have, are going for the second or third time to the state tournament. But it really looks like each and every tournament, and especially against this Lou Platt schedule that you saw two or three times, uh, they, they really saw some competition that paid off here for them this weekend. Yeah, you know, and, and that really helps. Uh, it, you wrestle, you know, I guess uh, you wrestle a tough schedule and you just get better, and uh, we do wrestle a, a pretty tough schedule, and uh, you know, that helped us this weekend uh you know we maybe saw some people who had some better records but uh you know we were in most cases able to overcome that just because of the our kids seeing the fire a little bit and uh you know that helped uh, i and and i guess after 25 or 30 years of this i kind of figured out the key to being a good coach is to have good kids and just get out of their way and uh took me a long time to learn that i guess but uh <laughs> that's kind of what has happened and uh you know had a good bunch to begin with and they just kept getting a little better and better each week uh you know so things worked out so far anyway well uh gonna be in one of the top uh, schools as far as kids down there in class c so let's see if we can get quite a few wins for the buffaloes this weekend jim congratulations on a great district and uh, we will see you in omaha okay thanks very much doug and thanks a bunch for what you're doing you bet buddy i appreciate it jim anderson head coach at gibbon we'll be back with more on the classic hits wrestling rally right after this timeout as a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Well, the Pleasanton program has continued to build. They had a state champion last year in Tyler Pulowski. And Mike Herman joins us here to talk about the three wrestlers that have qualified. And, and Coach, uh, congratulations on uh, on those three. And your first year with the program, how do you think the season went leading up to districts? Uh season went pretty well. Like I said, it was sort of a culture shock to Pleasanton. We uh, come in and we did a lot more fundamentals. I think them guys like to live on the edge. Um uh, Got the kids to buy into our system, and we uh, improved week to week, day to day. So wasn't too bad. 
I know that uh, the program wants to build, but when you're in Class D, numbers sometimes can be everything. So you've got some quality kids, yet only five that you were able to take to districts. How is the program setting? I know that it's still a, a work in progress of little kids program, and, and I know Matt uh, is helping you as a coach. Uh, how, how do things look here for the next couple, three years? Uh, well, we got some eighth graders. I think we can get get four or five eighth graders that are pretty interested in it. I think they're coming. I think we got uh, a transfer coming out of Kearney Catholic that's moving into the Pleasanton District next year. So he'll help out. But just trying to sell the products, you know what that's like. What, what about the district uh, yesterday? Uh, there was there was always uh, some some emotion over there. Uh, how tough did you uh, believe with this new serpentine system you guys ran into? I I think we're we're in one of the tough districts. I think the serpentine works out well. I like to see them do it for D four, but that probably won't happen. But the serpentine it works pretty well. I thought I thought things were evened up well. Uh, Burwell had a great day yesterday. I think they'll do well down there next week. Mike Herman is the wrestling coach at Pleasanton. He's with us here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. Mike, let's start with Tyler uh, getting that big win, not only for himself, but for the program and community last year, winning a state title. And then the first night out this year, uh, he was tested and he hasn't lost since. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what you've seen growth-wise from him uh, so far this year. Uh, He's done well. I mean, like I said, we we changed him a little bit. He's uh, more fundamentally sound, I think. Like he's a better wrestler than what he was last year when he won it last year. Uh, he's, like I said, he's had a couple close matches, but uh, you know we haven't really been pushed. And I, I sort of like that. We were down with one point with 57 seconds left. I mean, it pushed him, and he, you know, he kept plugging away and put the kid to his back and won the match. There are a lot of returning medalists in that Class D-126 weight class. Uh, how do you like the way the draw panned out for him? Uh, the draw was good. I think we got a good draw. Um, like you said, though, it doesn't matter where you're at. you got to wrestle when you get down there. And if you don't wrestle well, it doesn't matter where you're sitting. I believe if I counted right, he's one of five uh, medalists at that weight class, so that should be a good one to watch. Let's move up to 138, which is where Terry Stevens was. And, uh, boy, uh, uh, he's seen this kid before, a 2-1 match. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. Uh, Terry, uh, he's <laughs> he was a work in progress. We always try to tell him, hey, nine, 90% fundamentals and 10% Crazy Larry. They nickname's <laughs> Crazy Larry, and we try to not get him to flop around. You know, I, I called it a flop and flop, and he called it something else. But it looked like flop and flop to me. But he's a dangerous type of kid. He, I mean, he can come out of nowhere, and he's won a lot of matches that way, too. He's come out, he's caught people, flopping around a little bit, and pinned some good pinned some good people. I think he's a dangerous type of kid. I like our draw at state with him because the kid hasn't seen us, so that's, that's good. Yeah, and it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, you got – Two-time champion Lewis, three-time champion uh, Miller. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, to get I anywhere is going to be tough. I'm, I'm glad them two got separated. I think that was a good thing. No doubt. Them two on the same side, yeah. No doubt about it. I'll tell you what, the Roseski boys had a good day uh, or good weekend because the Ansley Litchfield guys uh, were in the finals, and then you had Riley in the finals as well. Yeah, yeah, he had to get it. Riley's been beat up all year. He's he's been sick a lot. Of, he had trouble with sickness. I don't know what he had, but yesterday. He did well. He got he was beat up a little bit, but he worked through it. He wrestled a good semifinal match, and like I said, that kid from O'Neill St. Mary's—they're pretty even. Stevens—he got the better hand, but that, 
hopefully we can see each other again. But that 52-pound bracket, too, there's, there's not a slouch in that thing either. Again, loaded with about five different guys that uh, that have brought home medals in the past. What do you want to? What's the expectations? You take three kids, but you got three kids that could probably get you quite a few points this weekend. Yeah, we could, especially if we do well on that first day, get them first two, and get everybody in the semifinals would be great. But well, I tell you what, I'd be happy if they all three medals. That would be great. I mean, I, for the program, I think it'd be really good for the program and all three kids' medal anyway. Mike Herman, last minute here, uh, chatting a little bit with the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Yeah, as we mentioned, you have five kids. I know the coaches always want to mention uh, their whole team if they can. But the other two kids had below 500 records. You knew that it would be a, a tall task to get them to state. But talk a little bit about uh, the seasons that Riley and Tristan had. Uh, Riley Hedwiger, he got better uh, as the year went on. I'd say he's the most improved wrestler on our team. Uh, he really changed his mentality and you know, weight room, I think he'll be a state qualifier next year, you know. And uh, Tristan Bruns, he's going to be our senior next year. He'll be – he's going to be – have to be a leader next year and just keep improving on stuff. Just get some more sound fundamentals, and he'll be there too. All right, Mike, congratulations on a good day of putting with just five kids right in the middle of that uh, tough D2 district. We will see you down in Omaha. Thanks for the time. All right, thanks, Doug. Thank you. That's pleasant to coach Mike Herman with us here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. We will continue with more right after this. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest, plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and MacDon equipment, with more parts on hand for all those name brands than most dealers carry. Best of luck to all the area athletes sent tonight's game. Still have some time on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally, and that'll be followed up by Casey Kasem's American Top 40 when we get back into the music. Don't forget that the semifinals are at 5 o'clock Friday, wall-to-wall coverage and should be some great ones again this year. Larry Baker uh, and Frank Kuchera, among those that will be uh, joining me. We will have updates throughout the day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as well. College wrestling today, fifth-ranked Nebraska finished with a 27-9 loss to uh, number 3 Iowa. Eric Montoya, Aaron Studebaker, and Colin Jensen were the three winners for Nebraska. Montoya, probably uh, the biggest win there, 5 over 4, uh, 197. Studebaker and Jensen uh, expected the win uh, those matches. So Nebraska will wrestle in the national duels next weekend. Uh, they still have to determine that opponent. And the UNK wrestling team won their fifth straight MIAA championship 98-95 uh, to 95 this afternoon at the Health and Sports Center over Central Oklahoma. But the Broncos did everything they could to try to catch them. UNK only had uh, two champions today. Keith Serber at 149 pounds. And then also picking up a win, Calvin Oaks at 165 pounds. Runners up today for UNK, Bryce Shoemaker at 133 pounds. Also at 157, uh, Destin McCauley, uh, the national champ, was the runner-up today. 3-1 to Greg Tooley of Fort Hay State. Isaac Deaton at 174 was the runner-up. Zach Stodden at 184 was also a runner-up today for UNK. And heavyweight Kevin Barrett was the runner-up to Caleb Cotter uh, by a score of 3-1.
to two. So there's some college wrestling updates for you. We continue on. I'm Dan Lanusky of Adams Central. Uh, we're also going to be chatting with uh, Alice coach Jesus, Jesus Felix, Ord coach Justin Swedberg, Ross Halford going to join us uh, as well here coming up on the Doug and Daddy show. Well, this isn't the Doug and Daddy show, but it is wrestling. I'm so used to putting that into my mind, but we will have a lot more wrestling all week on ESPN at 11 o'clock each day. Right now, had a chance to catch up with the Adam Central head coach. Classic Hits Wrestling Rally, Doug Duda joined by Adam Central's Dan Lodowski. He's with us every single year as they went out west to McCook and uh, scored 108 points, qualified five wrestlers. And Coach, uh, I, I know that when I looked yesterday while the results were coming down, you probably were hoping for a few more kids to get to Omaha, yet you've got five quality kids. So give me your thoughts uh, now that you've been able to sleep on it a little bit. Um, we had a, we had four more kids that were in the heartbreak round. Peyton Broderick's one of those guys. He was a three-time state qualifier up to now. Hasn't really wrestled since the COZAD invite. Uh, pulled some, pulled some muscles in his elbow and we even had to get a special clearance to have him wrestle. Wrestled okay. Uh, got dinged with a stalling point in overtime that cost him the match to go. So, um, just it wasn't Peyton Broderick, you know. These other kids had 40 matches this year, and Peyton had 10, and they were all earlier in the year. So it was just hard for him to come back. Uh, Jacob Kubica, 120, is a two-time qualifier. Kind of the same thing. He was in the 4-5, uh, 4-5 seed, and he got taken down with about seven or eight seconds left to lose that. Came back through pretty strong in the heartbreak round. He got taken down as time ran out to lose. So. Very heartbreaking uh, experience for Jacob. Um, those two we really thought would get through. Cam Court, our 13-pounder, and uh, Cody Barbie, our 132-pounder. They both put together some real, real good tournaments, and they also both lost in the heartbreak round. But five guys we got going. A uh, freshman, Tristan Overmiller at 106. He's an extremely hard worker, and all his work has paid off. And the 35-match winner is a freshman. We think he'll be able to win a match or two down the state. Uh, Nolan Berry's down there for the third time. Uh, maybe not the best draw in the bracket. He'll have Corbin Mink. If he gets by first round, he'll have Corbin Mink in the second round, so that'll be tough. Uh, returning Omaha Scott State champ. And then both uh, Ethan Mullen and um, well, all three of our other guys, Ethan Mullen, Zach Waskowski, and Corey Brown, they all qualified last year. And um, they all have a shot to win their first-round match. I will say that uh, in our medal round yesterday, all six of our, or all five of our guys won their match, so they all got third. So we kind of had a good last round, I guess. Also, yeah, a little unusual. We talked about that. Of course, uh, Zesker transferring out probably uh, didn't help. Uh, he had another kid there uh, in the weight class. Do, are you the kind of guy, Dan, that looks at – I mean, I'm, I'm talking about Nolan here specifically. There's six or seven guys that are returning medalists, Meg's the three-time champ, or, or is that just where he wanted to put his weight at this year? Do you look at that, and do you leave that up to yourself or the kids? Well, we, we talk about it at the beginning of the year, but um... – we also kind of talk about you know, what's we let the kid decide, and and Nolan's a pretty bright individual, so he kind of looks and sees if there's a good spot. But I can tell you what, if he were, you know, whether he's 126, 132, 138, 145, those weights are all just loaded this year. There's just an extremely oh, there's so much talent out there that there there wasn't a, a weight to pick, if you will. 
um, just with the returning medalists and, and the quality of wrestling that's in Class B right now. We're talking with Dan Lenutsky, head coach of the Adams Central Patriots. Coach, kind of going on that, tell the fans out there which one of your kids maybe had the, the tough weight bracket, which then in turn will maybe uh, send you down to state where you'll be taking on somebody that didn't come out of such a tough district. Um, well, Corey Brown, last three or four weeks, he's had, he's had undefeated kids. And at our tournament, we had number one kid, Klingelhofer from Amherst, number one from B, Preston Malroy from Holdridge, and number one from C, which is uh, Prochaska from Centennial. They were all undefeated coming to that tournament. So when Corey finished fourth, I said, that's a pretty good finish with those three guys. But Corey's probably wrestling the best right now. He's just got a lot of confidence. He's just having fun out there. So hopefully he can make some noise down at state. And with a little bit different looking, like you said, all these kids going down, uh, sitting in the three hole, uh, how does that change any philosophy or any goals that you have and, and you work with with your kids in the room this week? Well, we just want to have a good three days of practice and keep our weight in check. And I kind of let them know that this is really a privilege that not everybody gets to, to the state tournament. Of course, we're finding out firsthand by the, you know, losing some real good kids in the heartbreak round that, that uh, it's not a given that you get back there. And, um, you know, strange things happen at state. Any one of these five could, uh, you know, maybe move through the, the rounds here and, and maybe get in for a medal. And by the same token, all five of them are going to have to wrestle really well, maybe the best they wrestle all year to do so. Dan, we joked a little bit uh, off air about the conference move, but did that really affect anything uh, that you guys did in this first year outside of the conference tournament? Well, it, it you know, it kind of affected two tournaments. We got out of our out of the loop plat, which we would been had been quite successful in, and then uh, got into the Lexington invite. And I think we finished eighth or ninth in the Lexington invite. So, um, win loss wise. That affected us. And then since the, the new conference, we got into that. We finished third and just a couple points out of second. Um, but we got out of the GICC invite, which was maybe a little bit easier. So really picked up two harder tournaments. Uh, so our records maybe weren't as good, but uh, we felt like we were better tested uh, across, the, across the board to prepare us for districts. And the B4 district was a bear cat. <laughs> no pun intended. Stop <laughs> Scott's Bluff, just they're a phenomenal team right now. It's going to be fun to watch them in the next two weeks. And uh, Alliance is up, and, you know, and McCook's got some good kids, and Sydney's got good kids, and Lexington is really tough. So, um, you know, every weight class was contested, and we look at some of the other B districts, which had Serpentine, and now we thought, well, maybe B4 got the short end of the stick without being part of the Serpentine. So I guess that's the way it goes, you know, but – We'll have to battle it out this week. And, Dan, I think if I got this right, you would have been the easternmost team in the westernmost district. Uh, did it work out for you guys okay? Uh, well, it did last year when we won that district. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we finished fifth this year, and, and really that's pretty good since we didn't send anyone to the finals. You know, as I mentioned, that was we had some pretty good wrestling from some, from some kids even that didn't go to state. Cody Barbie uh, came in with a losing record, and he beat three kids with winning records. Just got to the heartbreak round and didn't quite have enough enough stuff to beat the fourth one, I guess. But uh, had some other kids wrestled pretty well. So 
it's always something to build on. Last question, Dan. We can't get to all the coaches, and all the coaches can't get to us on this Sunday. But as you look at the Central Conference, we had a chance to talk with Coach Seabrance over at, at Northwest, and Aurora is there. And as you said yourself, and you saw Holdridge out there, what do you think about what the conference, now that you've seen them up close and personal a little bit more, uh, will accomplish in Omaha? Well, uh, I, I think across our the entire conference, it's it's pretty solid, but there's just – uh, not too many just standout studs. There's there's a lot of kids that are going to medal from our conference, um, but the, you know quite a few of them are six, seven, eight loss kids that are they're just just tough kids. So I think the conference will be well represented, but uh, you know we'll we'll have to wait and see. All right, Dan. I know you got a busy afternoon. We'll see you in Omaha. Always appreciate the time here on the Wrestling Rally. Doug, thanks for the coverage. Appreciate it. We'll take a break. Be back with more on this Sunday afternoon, getting ready for state right after this. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Well, the Orchanic Clears were up in that ultra-tough C4 district, which we have talked about. Many people thought that maybe, especially because there was no serpentine in the far west, that that might have been the toughest district of them all. Valentine runs away with it, but then Broken Bow, Kearney, Catholic, Ord, Chase County, all right there, two through five. Ord qualifies seven of their wrestlers, and Coach Justin Swedberg is with us here on the Wrestling Rally. And Coach, uh, thanks for the time. What'd you think? Uh, mentally going in, was the team prepared that this was as tough a district as you could have drawn, or did you approach it differently with them? You know, my message to the guys was, yes, it's a it's a tough district that we're in, but you know, part of the reason that it was a tough district is because we were we were a part of it. So there's good and bad things. Um, definitely about being in a district like that. You know, the bad thing is it's going to be tough for free to qualify. But the good thing is, um, once you get to state, you know, if you can get if you can get a third uh, third place or above, you're, you're normally going to be sitting pretty pretty well at uh, for a draw at state. So, I was uh, I was very happy with you know our guys' mentality. We wrestled really tough, and I could tell um, the whole week before you know we got to districts, I could tell our guys were were loose and they just seemed like they were ready to go had two guys uh in the finals for you you have a district champion you have a district runner-up ethan gabriel's name has been talked about a lot just because a freshman at any class when you are west wrestling the upper rates to have this much success is is really an anomaly and ethan goes out he's 37 and 1 at 195 pounds and he's able to uh, win by a first period pin in the championship what is it that has made him so good at such a young age? And then just talk about his first year of high school wrestling. Yeah, I've had a lot of people um, come and ask about Ethan. You know, the main thing with Ethan is he's just a, a really hard worker, and he he loves a challenge. Um, he's physically strong. That's, that's probably uh, one thing that definitely helps him out a lot. For a freshman, he's, he's a physically well-built kid. And, you know, in all of his matches, he doesn't get overpowered um, when he wrestles. Another thing is he's, he's put in a lot of time um, over the summer. And last year as an eighth grader, he was, he was a part of um, the Nebraska dual teams. And I think he went – I think he only lost one match. 
the entire time that he was on the national teams for Nebraska. So he's been in those um, situations with, you know, high pressure and seen some, some really solid kids prior to coming into high school. And I think that's one thing that really helped him out a lot and allowed him to have a lot of confidence to wrestle the way he's been wrestling so far this year. And then we take a look uh, at, at your other finalist uh, making it into the uh, championship match. Uh, Caden Daw, rated wrestler for you against Fisher at Chase County. Yeah, Caden. Caden uh, had a great tournament. That 160 weight class. It was a. It was you know. It was it was the one weight class where really you didn't know who was gonna who was gonna come out of there. There was I think almost eight guys who had a good good shot of um, qualifying for state and had had some solid records. We matched up with Becker from Southern Valley um, in the semifinals, and Becker had beaten us earlier in the season. And we had a um, I, what, what we felt like was a pretty decent game plan um, in that match, and that was a huge match for Caden to win that and make it to the finals. Um, and then he wrestled the Fisher from Chase County, and uh, that kid's tough. I think he's um, two or three times qualifier he might have been a medalist too and it was a good match Caden wrestled hard and um, you know he set himself up well at state coming out of there with uh, second place Justin Swedberg the head coach of the uh, Orange Chanticleer has been right in the mix of all the tournaments that they've been competing in and have seen a pretty tough schedule uh, coach just take me through the rest of uh, your seven qualifiers that finished third and fourth for you well at um, 106 we had Colton Rouse qualified for us um, got third place. He wrestled Cheers from Carney Catholic um, in the third and fourth place match and was able to beat him. Um, at state, first round match, you'll have Kobe Brandenburg from Central City. It's a tough matchup right off the bat. We've wrestled him twice this year and I think lost both matches. At 120 for us, we had a, a dark horse, kind of a surprise guy, Caden Boyce. Came into the tournament. He was unseated, had a losing record. Um, and I talked to Caden the night before. You know, we were looking at after his first match, he had to wrestle Glendy from Broken Bow. But looking at his bracket, you know, um, and some of the records he was going to come up against, we really felt like if he got out and wrestled like like we knew he could, that he'd have an opportunity to qualify. And he went out and wrestled spectacular um, on that last day. And he came away with fourth place, so really proud of Caden at 120. Then we make a little bit of a jump, and we've got uh, 152. Tanner Knight qualified for us. He, again, had a very tough um, weight class. He lost in the quarterfinals to Myers from Broken Bow, and things really weren't looking really weren't looking good for him. He had a matchup with. Um, returning state qualifier from Bridgeport, who was a match away from meddling at state last year. And Tanner went to um, sudden victory overtime, was able to come away with the win and the heartbreak round. That was huge. It was it was just one of those matches where it was all hard. He, he you know, had plenty of opportunities where he could have gave up, and he kept battling and kept wrestling and came away with the win. Mentioned Caden Daw at 160, um, at 170. Gavin Trompe, another senior for us, got third place. Um, he's in a tough weight class with the Hernandez from Mitchell, who's state runner-up last year, and the Donald Steven from Valentine, who actually beat Hernandez 
at the weight, but Gavin came away with third place, and he had a good tournament. Um, at 182, we had Jacob Leach qualify. He got fourth place um, in his district. Uh, he had a good tournament. Kind of talked earlier about him. He had a tough uh, quarterfinals match that, you know, set him back a little bit, and I was pretty nervous um, about about him coming back through because he, he definitely took the hard way. He had to beat some tough kids to qualify, and he fought back and ended up qualifying, got fourth, and then um, our last qualifier we mentioned, our champ at 195, was Ethan Gabriel. Justin, uh, you've kind of covered how things look when you get to uh, Omaha. What's realistic for the Chanticleers this weekend? Um, you know, I qualifying seven guys. Going through and looking at, um, you know, some of the other teams, I think if we get out and wrestle, I think it's realistic for us to have a chance of being a top 10 team. I think that would be a big thing for us and a, a big goal for us. And, you know, I hope that we've got all, I hope all of our guys are going in the tournament wanting to come away with a state medal. So um, I think we've got some high expectations and um, I think, you know, We've got, I believe, three seniors qualified and, and guys that are, you know, aren't just going down there for the for a vacation. They're going down there for a business trip and they're wanting to wrestle. So, And your team also will be in the duels. Uh, you get the last spot there. A lot of folks thought because the district was going to be so tough that that would be the disadvantage. And uh, three of the four wild cards come out of that district. Uh, how fired up? Are the guys, I mean, some of the guys that uh, won't get to wrestle this weekend, their season's not over. They're going to come back for you with the duels. Right. I think I think the guys are pretty happy about that. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I haven't had a chance to, to uh, talk to them yet because we didn't find out until after we, we'd gotten home um, from the district tournament yesterday. But like you said, I'm sure the guys are real fired up and ready to come back and wrestle. We, uh, we got eight seeds, so we'll get a go up against Valentine right off the bat. But that's all right. It'll be a, it'll be a good experience. It's our first time qualifying for it, and um, it'll be it'll be some good competition and a lot of fun. Yeah. for it. That's a heck of a bracket because then it's David City or uh, Broken Bow in the next round, no matter what. So, uh, But it keeps the season moving along, Justin. Great job with you and the kids, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in Omaha this week and uh, down here in Kearney uh, next week. Thanks for the time on the wrestling rally. Uh, absolutely. That's Ward Coach Justin Swedberg here on Classic Hits. We'll take a break. Be back with more right after this. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. 
Tubbs Pub in Sumner offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today, a proud supporter of all area wrestlers. Coming up, we've got more of the wrestling rally here on Classic Hits. Ross Halford of Husker Matt in our final segment. And when we return, we'll talk with Jesus Felix over at Alma right after this. Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgXL and Kearney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgXL design a system for you. Stop in our Kearney showroom or on the web at agxl.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil minutes and then I'll let you get back to catch up with everybody that wants to be part of the wrestling rally and although Alma didn't get a ton of kids to uh, Omaha we got a chance to see their team wrestle uh, this weekend at the D3 district and Jesus Felix uh, joins us here and everybody's always busy on that day after districts it could be a variety of things right coach that's for sure yep (laughs) (laughs) well Again, uh, part of being in Class D is just how many kids you even have out. Uh, you got the one kid, and obviously you're very familiar with who we're going to be talking about. But right now, what, what would you say the, the state of your program is and how, how your season uh, finished up here? Uh, you know, we'd like, um, like you're saying, I have a familiar kid I'm going to take the state. It's my, actually my oldest son, um, so that's kind of exciting, the first time he's qualified. Um, and, you know, we have, I have my, uh, another son wrestling. He's a, a sophomore. We have three sophomores total, um, a couple of freshmen, and one uh, junior. Um, so yeah, you know our program's kind of kind of always hit and miss. I think with D schools, with uh, depending on the class sizes, of course, how many kids are going to get for wrestling. But we've been kind of happy the last few years to get some kids come out, and um, they've been doing really well and improving every improving every year. And of course, with those numbers, it makes it difficult to get um, matchups in the, the wrestling room. But this year, we really um, had three kids in the upper weights, and those two in the middle, and two lower. So it worked out pretty good in our practices. So. I think that helps uh, kids improve and have good teammates. We talk about it a lot in all sports. Uh, when the coach has either his son or daughter, depending on what the sport is, sometimes that's the class that can kind of get things going. Is that what happen- Is that happening at Alma? You know, I think so. Um, you know, these kids that are kind of coming through right now, uh, just I think just uh, see the hard work that it has to take to become a good wrestler and the dedication and the program in the off season. It's kind of nice to get my sons and some of their classmates and friends that to start coming out and it just kind of think it's going to help build a program i hope i think you know we're of course looking at the future next year um with some eighth grade students of course coming through i have also another son that's a seventh grader um i have another son that's a fourth grader um so a lot of those kids you know kind of helps having um their friends and just uh just to kind of help build the programs um just kids getting out to wrestle you know with our youth program starting this you know this time of year also you get kids really excited you know i think Probably like other people in the school districts, when you come into school and the second and third week of school, you got second graders and third graders asking when wrestling season started. You know, I think it's just a natural thing for little guys to want to wrestle each other and do that with their friends and hopefully just continue to carry over into middle school and high school for us. Now my coach, uh, Jesus Felix, joining us here. I mean, this sport of wrestling, uh, we talked about it earlier in the show, it can really tug at your heartstrings. You had both of your boys almost back-to-back in the heartbreak round. You get one close win yeah. and one close loss. Just kind of talk about that as a coach and a dad. Uh, you know, and, and that's just it. You know, my eldest son, um, you know, just had an injury when he was a freshman, um, just had a shoulder injury and just kind of 
dealt with that throughout the couple of years. And, you know, but it was really exciting to see him finally all that work pay off and get to the, um, make it to the championship round. You know, he placed uh, fourth with a tough match. It's going to be a tough go at state, um, but it's going to be pretty exciting. He's been there as a manager before when he was younger, you know, watching teammates in the past, and uh, now he gets to actually go down there in the floor and wrestle this year. And uh, my sophomore son, man, he wrestled really well this year. He was wrestling at a weight uh, much heavier than we thought he'd be. He had an injury uh, actually last year and got a, a surgery this summer and was coming into football really heavy and had to really wait through football to rehab and came into the season really heavy, so he didn't really get down to the weight class he thought he would be at, and which makes a difference. And uh, But from a dad's point of view, you want to see your sons do really well, and I think from my perspective as a coach dad, um, I just want them to do the best they can. Um, I know, and I think they know, and we talk about the really other things that are important in life, their um, belief in Christ, their following that. Um, doing good in school, using the gifts you have. Um, so just this wrestling part of life is only a small part of it. Um, it does make us grow into different types of men than maybe if you don't do wrestling, um, which would carry through for the rest of our lives. But just as a father, I want to see them be successful in all that they do, and just wrestling is just part of that. So it's just part of their whole overall development is into a young man and a man eventually. And Jesus, finally, uh, just talking about uh, the draw here. Uh, you're not taking on an undefeated number one wrestler, but when you are the fourth no. seed, you're going to get a you're going to get a district champ. What what do you uh, what do you want to see from him down here in Omaha? Um, you know, um, just a super aggression aggression. Just go out there and go for it. You know, we talked about this last week, even going in the district, not having any fear, um, and going out there, leaving it on the mat. You know, if you lose by one point or you lose by a fall, you still lost. So we want to make. We still want to make sure we go out there and wrestle to the very end of the match, um, taking chances if we need to, being in a good position, taking advantage of other people's mistakes, um, doing what we can to limit our mistakes, and um, just see what happens. You know, go out there and have fun and just live the experience and enjoy it while, while it's happening. Well, let's uh, have some fun in Omaha. Hey, Seuss, I'll let you get back to your day. I sure appreciate you giving us a few minutes on the wrestling rally and uh, continued growth You're to welcome. your program. Hey, thank you, sir, and have a great weekend. Alma Coach Jesus Felix with us here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. We appreciate all that have been joining us. We've got a lot more to talk about, and we'll be back after this. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCabe. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. 
See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods, your own hometown party supplies, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, wrestlers. And welcome back to the uh, Classic Hits Wrestling Rally here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Pleasanton, and Amherst and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Every year, uh, throughout the year, but of course, oh, we like to start and wrap things up uh, on the Wrestling Rally. Getting an overview and uh, to wrap things up from Husker Matt, Ross Halford joins us. Uh, Ross, how are you, man? Thanks for the time again on the Wrestling Rally. And I have obviously thrown a wrong switch here. So uh, we'll have Ross hold on for a moment. I'll try to figure out what I did wrong. Because I do a lot of things wrong, Ross. Sorry about that. Let's see if we can get uh, get that taken care of here and get Ross Halford uh, to join us uh, on the program. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Let's do that. This is live radio, folks. Ross, are you there? I think Ross is there, and I've got to hit another switch. So we'll uh, do that and be right back. All right, America, H&R Block has some good news and some bad news. Which do you want first? Bad news? Great. The government is delaying some tax refunds this year. But here's the good news. If you file your taxes with Block, you could get an advance on your refund of up to $1,250, no interest, after you file. Come in today or make an appointment at hrblock.com. Don't just get your taxes done. Get your taxes won with H&R Block. Optional tax refund related loan from Medibank. Not your tax refund. $500, $750, or $1,250 loans offered. Approval and loan amount based on estimated refund and other conditions. Funds loaded on prepaid card. Tax returns may be e-filed without applying for this loan. Fees for other optional products or product features may apply. Limited time at participating locations. See hrblock.com loan for details. Visit your local H&R Block office at 1011 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgExcel and Kearney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgExcel design a system for you. Stop in our Carney showroom or on the web at agexcel.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Let's try it again. Ross Halford, are you there with us? Oh, I can hear you. There we go. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How about you? I already wasted my big-time huge introduction on you, and you didn't even get to hear it, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Big-time big introduction, right? That's right. Well, uh, we'll wrap up our 19th wrestling rally here uh, for 2017 with Ross Halford of Husker Matt. Ross, uh, there's always storylines. I'll throw it open to you. Uh, when you watched last night and, and looked this morning, what jumped off the page at you uh, from a state perspective? I, I, I apologize, Doug. I was having a little bit of trouble hearing you. I was just wondering what jumped off the page at you uh, after uh, districts last night and as we get ready for state. Oh, well, you know, again, I, I, uh, I 
I think for the most part we had a pretty normal uh, weekend. Uh, um, you know, there's always those situations where you have some some uh, some things that maybe don't go the way that you might have thought, um, et cetera. But uh, I think you know maybe the top storylines. Uh, I think in uh, in Class A, uh, Carney and Millard South. Carney brings uh, 13. Millard South brings 14 down to state. I I think in Class B. Uh, I think we're down to a two-team race with uh, Gretna puts up an amazing 300 uh, points in the District B3 tournament um, as well, brings uh, 13 to Omaha and, and will be a, a pretty good challenger to uh, to Omaha Scott, who brings 11 uh, to the state tournament. And, and in, uh, in Class C, uh, Valentine really took care of business up in C4, uh, uh, 264 points, I believe, 30 pins tied to District uh, State district uh, record uh, for pins in a in a tournament um, as well, and then in Class D, I think we have a heck of a team race coming coming down uh, this weekend here with uh, Burwell and Amherst each bring nine uh, to uh, to Omaha, uh, and uh, that's going to be a a great battle to watch uh, next weekend. Do you view that as the tightest team race going in? Yeah. I, Again, I apologize, Doug. It's just a little faint on your guys' end. Uh, Class D, do you see a Class D being the closest team race? Uh, again, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't know if it's my phone here or we just have a bad connection. We have, we uh, Ross Halford is uh, joining us. We're trying to knock something out here. Uh, Ross, can you hear me? So, Ross, yeah, I think we just have. Kind of a choppy connection, Doug. I'm sorry. Let's. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let's hook up. We'll uh, we'll try again. We'll take a break and see if we can finish things up with Ross after this. Okay, that Heating and Air good. Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods, your own hometown party supplies, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, wrestlers. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. All right, we are back here with Ross Halford of Husker Matt Rosso. We were talking about the team races. Uh, do you believe Class D, Burwell, and Amherst uh, will end up being the closest race? Uh, I I think Class B will be uh, will be equally uh, as close, uh, um, but certainly uh, it, it, it's a really good thing for uh, I think our smallest uh, division in wrestling to have a competitive team race. It hasn't been that way uh, for quite a while. Amherst has really uh, really uh, ruled that uh, that class, and uh, and I think that uh, 
Burwell uh, certainly has a, a, a chance to uh, to stop that streak that they have going. So, um, you know, whether that comes down to Saturday's finals or not, uh, I'm not sure. But uh, I, I think uh, from talking to Coach Herman or, uh, uh, as well, just uh, he uh, he and I kind of agree that uh, that this thing uh, you'll probably know a lot more after Friday night. So. Got a lot of uh, storylines, some kids going for four times. We've got some uh, brackets we could have drawn in where we would have seen some semifinals that should be finals. Those are always exciting to look at. Uh, how does that look this year? Are we going to have any knockdown dragouts before Saturday? Oh, yeah. I think the semifinals on Friday night, there's a number of them that, uh, that, are, uh, that are certainly set up. and uh, A lot of them will involve the team race. I think, uh, you know, in Class A, uh, you know, Millard South is involved in a ton of uh, of huge uh, um, showdowns on uh, on uh, on Friday night in the semifinals as well. Uh, I think you know with the team races B and classes B and, and, and D as well that um, there's definitely some some key matches. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately we don't feed the state tournament, uh, and so that's just kind of the way that things go. Um, you know, sometimes, but uh, you know. You get you get the same number of matches that that also end up as state finals. I think we we're pretty fortunate at 138 in Class D uh, with Christian Miller and Brody Lewis on opposite sides of the uh, of the state bracket as well. So that should uh, that should work out pretty nicely. I think we have a big finals match in Class B at 182 if things go uh, correct uh, as well with. Trevor Nicholson out of Ashland Greenwood and Salem Harsh from Scott's Bluff. So you win some, you lose some, but uh, by and large, when you have kind of a, a blind draw system, that's just the way that things go. So I haven't seen the number, Ross, but do you think there? It appears to be more returning state medalists than maybe we've ever had, which makes some of these weight classes ultra deep. Yeah, there certainly are. There, I, I don't know the exact numbers on that uh, as well, but I can. Certainly, uh, you know, look at some of these weights, and, and when we have between four and five, and sometimes six returning state medalists uh, in different uh, in different weight classes. Yes, there's a lot of experience uh, in the state uh, at this particular time. Uh, a lot of a lot of talent right now uh, in the state, and I think some of that is also evidenced by the number of uh, kids and the seniors that have uh, signed with uh, colleges. And you know, we're a, we're a state that uh, sometimes doesn't produce a single Division One wrestler um, on a given year, and this year uh, we can have up to six and maybe seven that sign with Division One. So, uh, so we're at a really good uh, point right now with the overall uh, talent pool in the state. Ross, talk about some of those guys, and of course uh, those that are going to be going for four in a row this weekend. Yeah, well, um, Corbin Mink, uh, he's a, a senior out of Omaha Scott, and uh, he. Uh, he, uh, he has signed with Division One uh, Campbell College, which is out in North Carolina, and uh, he he's a he's a really good kid. Um, gotten a chance to get to know him um, as well, and and uh, he'll be in the 126 pound class uh, in Class B, and I think he's a pretty big favorite, even though there are uh, two other state champions in that weight bracket and one kid that was a state runner-up a year ago. Um, but, uh, but Corbin Mink, certainly among the very best wrestlers in this state. And you also have Christian Miller out of Class D Plainview at 138. 138 will actually be the final weight for the championship matches on Saturday, so they'll start with 145 
and end with 138. And that'll be a big match, uh, again, potentially against um, Brody Lewis, who's a two-time state champion um, out of uh, Franklin, uh, both uh, kids unbeaten um, this year. And so you've got a three-timer against a two-timer. And he said no better way to, to end the season uh, with a uh, with a matchup like that. How's it looking for kids that are trying to get to maybe be as juniors a three-timer? Any bumps in the road there? Yeah, I think uh, I think if you're Max Hughes out of Syracuse and Class C at 132, I think you have your work cut out for him. Uh, for you, uh, he uh, potentially has a uh, semifinal uh, matchup on Friday night against Jeff Hines out of Fort Calhoun. Now, Jeff Hines actually wrestled his first three seasons over at Omaha Scut, won a state title um, three years ago as a freshman, um, hasn't gotten back to the state finals, but moved into his hometown of Fort Calhoun, and um, and they're on a collision course as well. That'll probably be uh, Max Hughes' uh, toughest uh, hurdle to uh, a four-state title. You also have Cameron Riggs out of North Platte St. Patrick's, who is a um, two-time unbeaten state champion uh, in Class D at 132, and uh, he's just outstanding, and he's a big favorite um, at that weight uh, as well. And those are kind of the ones that I have off the top of my head, I believe. So, Talk with Ross Halford of Husker Matt here to wrap up our uh, 2017 wrestling rally on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's always one of the segments that I want to know about, but it's also kind of the downer. Who didn't make it? Who got left home? Uh, any big names? Yeah, well, right at the top of the list, uh, you look at Bishop Newman um, out of the uh, out of the Class C districts. Uh, you have Evan Welsh, who was a returning state runner-up uh, at 220 pounds. He's ranked second all year behind uh, the kid that beat him from O'Neill uh, a year ago. And um, he, uh, unfortunately, uh, wrestled the first day of districts, and then um, they... Uh, my understanding is that there's some type of a, a skin check that he didn't pass, and so he wasn't allowed to compete on the second day, along with uh, one of his uh, teammates uh, uh, who uh, definitely had a chance to qualify um, as well. So that's a, that's a big loss for Class C at, uh, at 220 uh, when you remove a, a wrestler of that caliber um, as well. And I saw a few other ones. I saw a kid named Joe Webert uh, out of uh, Bridgeport, He's a Class C 152-pounder. He was a casualty up at the C4 district in Valentine, just a very tough weight class. Lost a 10-8 match in the in the uh, in the blood round um, up there as well. And uh, and then uh, also at the top of the list, uh, Camden Russell. Uh, he's a sophomore out of Millard West, 126-pounder, uh, and just a real talented uh, kid. Um, you know, Russell's year-round. Uh, very dedicated to the sport, and uh, my understanding is he came down with uh, flu-like symptoms uh, over the past week and had been sick, and he gave it a go, and he just fell a little bit short um, of qualifying, so um, unfortunately, uh, uh, bad time uh, to come down with an illness, but uh, that's uh, that's wrestling, and that's life, and, um, and uh, you know, you just hate to see that type of thing. And I also noticed, and I'm sure you'll want to comment on this, there is a bye in the state tournament, which can only happen through uh, unusual circumstances. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to presume that you're referencing uh, the, uh, the the Class D 145-pound uh, bracket, correct? That's correct. 
Yeah, this is an unfortunate uh, situation uh, that occurred up at the uh, um, up at the High Plains District that was up in Columbus at Platt Community College um, as well, where um, a wrestler, a two-time state medalist um, from West Holt, uh, senior, um, you know, was essentially disqualified uh, for uh, allegedly uh, a bite on his opponent and. Uh, and uh, you know, it's it's ultimately it's a judgment call, and and there's certainly a lot of discussion uh, around this. Uh, it, it doesn't appear to be quite as clear cut as uh, as you know you might think. Um, unfortunately, uh, in our state, there is no appeals process, and so once the decision is actually made on a on a flagrant two type of um, misconduct like that, then essentially they remove all the team points from. From you uh, at, at districts, and um, and you have to, uh, and you don't get your medal, and you're disqualified from competing at the state tournament. So this is a really unfortunate uh, situation. It's a real hot button issue right now. Um, you know, certainly if you, you know, follow my Twitter uh, timeline, I put some comments uh, in regards to that particular situation, and there's plenty of other people out there that have quote-unquote, voice their uh, displeasure regarding that decision. And I don't think that it's something that's going to go away. I think that uh, this will be something that you'll continue to uh, to hear about probably more through the mainstream media over the course of the week because, uh, again, there's there's a lot of um, – there's a lot that went into this uh, this situation. Um, and uh, it's truly it's truly a really unfortunate thing for – uh, what appears to be a really good kid and Jake Judge from West Holt. So, uh, finally, Ross, a uh, quick thought. Uh, I mean, it looks like after this year, the future of the state duels is going to be uh, way different uh, if it continues at all, which it does in the immediate uh, look like it will. But just your thoughts on uh, what we have for uh, the duels, which could be maybe a little more interesting uh, when they come to UNK uh, in a week. Yeah, well, uh, you know, obviously the uh, the state duels qualifiers were uh, were set yesterday, and and um, one of the changes in the off season was the the move to Serpentine, the class of B, C, and D uh, districts one through three, um, to you know not only uh, you know uh, eliminate the, the the possibility that one district could be loaded up with a number of teams like there was in class B a year ago. Uh, but also uh, more parity and to you know produce a better uh, state duels um, outcome. Now, whether whether that was accomplished or not depends on who you're going to talk to as well. Um, you know, if you're if you're on the outside looking in and you failed to qualify for the state duels by by a few points, you're probably not as happy with that situation. But it is interesting that we had um, I think there were three districts. Uh, I think there was one in in A, B, and C, I believe, where there were four, um, where there were four teams out of an individual district that qualified for the state tournament, and in the past, um, I think the most you ever saw was three teams, and that was pretty rare. So, you know, whether or not it's accomplished its stated goal, um, I'm not sure in that respect. Uh, I think that there are certainly coaches out there that have some better um, ideas on maybe how you would qualify for the state duels. Um, but you're right, this will be the last time that uh, it's in this particular format. Um, next year they'll they'll go to a 16-team uh, um, 
you know, state duels format. Um, they will be um, more of a neutral site type of duels um, during the season, and um, and you'll qualify again based off of your team finish and returning state points from this year. So it's going to be a lot different going forward, and uh, and um, and so we'll, we'll see about a year from now how that all looks. All right, Ross, as always, uh, appreciate the time here on the Wrestling Rally. If folks want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? Yeah, my Twitter handle is at HuskerMatt, and that's one word, Husker, and then M-A-T. Um, you can find me on there, and uh, really appreciate all the uh, all the follows. It's been uh, it's been an incredible few days on, on Twitter, just uh, lots of new followers and, and just, uh, you know, lots of information um, that's been distributed over there, so... Uh, I really appreciate uh, all the uh, all the followers and the fans and the passion that, that everyone has in regards to our sport. So. All right, Ross, we appreciate you, and we will see you in Omaha Thursday. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Take care. You bet. Ross Halford joining us here from a Husker Matt on the Wrestling Rally. We'll wrap things up with a couple comments right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender, member FDIC. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Well, that's going to uh, bring us to the final segment of the uh, Wrestling Rally. And uh, as always, we don't have time to catch up with everybody, but everybody that responded, we had a chance to talk to in Class A. Carney has qualified 13. Grand Island has qualified 7. In Class B, Adam Central has taken 5. Aurora down a little bit this year in that tough district is taking 3. Kozad has 2. Gothenburg, 5. Hastings High has 6. Lexington is taking 8 wrestlers. Grand Island Northwest is taking 9, tied for 3rd most in Class B. In Class C, 1 from Arcadia Loop City, 8 from Broken Bow, 4 from Central City, 2 from Centura. Also, Donovan Trumbull is taking 3, 7 from Gibbon, 1 from Grand Island Central Catholic, 6 from Kearney Catholic, 1 from Loomis Bertrand. Minden has 1 qualifier, Ord has 7, Ravenna has 1, also, Shelton Kennesaw will be taking two. South Central Unified taking four. One from Southern Valley. St. Paul and Sutton have each qualified four wrestlers. And Wood River will be taking six. In Class D, one from Alma, nine from Amherst, three from Ansley Litchfield, four from Arapaho and Axtell. Cambridge is taking four. Also heading down to uh, the state tournament in Omaha, three from Elm Creek, who were all in the district finals yesterday, one from Elwood, two from Eustace Farnham, four from Franklin. Harvard is taking a single wrestler. Also headed to Omaha out of Class D from the listening area. Overton has qualified three wrestlers, as has Pleasanton. South Loop also taking three. Also headed down to the state tournament. Uh, Twin Loop has qualified two, and we will be keeping you up to date 
on as much as we can. Follow us Thursday starting at 10 a.m. because wrestling begins at 9.30. Updates all day long. A&D, 930 and then the second round follows that at around noon. Then at 4 o'clock, Class B and C Thursday will take to the mat. So uh, remember, if you are a Class B or C school, or you're a fan of that school, they won't even start wrestling until Thursday at 4 o'clock with the second round at around 7, 7.30. And then on Friday, the wrestlebacks begin in A and D at 9.30 and in B and C at 12.30, the huge round, the semifinals. That is the fifth session, Friday night at 5 o'clock. Wall-to-wall coverage live here on Classic Hits. And then on Saturday, 9.30 is when the uh, consolation semifinals begin as they wrestle out for the medals. And next Saturday at 3 o'clock is the Parade of Champions. Again, a big thank you to all those who have helped make the uh, wrestling rally possible. We'll be heading into the 20th anniversary, hopefully next year. American Top 40 with Casey Kasem is coming up next. This is Doug Duda from the Classic Hits studios saying thanks for listening and may you and yours have an opportunity to walk in Saturday's Parade of Champions. I paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few Shut